Hello, it is Tuesday, July 23rd, 2019 years after the death of Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's hard to stick with it. Um, yesterday we started something pretty cool. My hometown, which is not cool, is currently underwater right now. We started a GoFundMe. Uh, you can go to my social media pages. I'm matching up to $15,000. Our CFO, Phil Maines, who has the greatest mustache in the game right now, uh, is handling that. We will make sure the money goes to the right people. Uh, even a dollar helps, honestly. Even a dollar helps. We'll be very grateful and do go a long way for some people who have literally, this is, flash flooding has been something that has been, um, warned about in Pittsburgh for years because there's so many hills. So it comes out of nowhere. So anytime you hear about flash flooding, it's always like a boy who cried wolf type thing. But this particular time in Pittsburgh, these flash floods have been doing real damage in our hometown, got hit with it. A lot of cars and people's communities damaged and ravaged and uh, baseball fields got taken out too. Phil Maines is running the whole thing. I'm matching up to $15,000. Uh, if you want to donate a dollar, we'll be grateful. If not, no worries. Today's show is incredible. A guest that people have been waiting for for a long time stopped by the office live in studio when he did some stand-up comedy in indianapolis and when i went to his stand-up comedy show the app i used to get tickets from was SeatGeek because SeatGeek is the greatest ticket buying app on planet earth and the, the moon. moon that's right if you're gonna buy tickets on the moon which by the way happy 50th anniversary to buzz aldrin mm -hmm. neil that's armstrong right. yes. <coughs> yeah, yeah. mike collins by the way, is the third guy. I hey, think good for you. Mm -hmm. Mike Collins is his name. Yep. He didn't get to go to the moon. He just had to float around the moon in silence all by himself for the other ship for them to link up with. Good for that guy. I watched a special. It was a documentary of uh, all behind-the-scenes clips that have never been released before. Over 11,000 hours of footage or something like that was released. More questions than answers after watching it, but I do believe we went. I do believe we went, and it, <laughs> you're gonna piss Ty off. Ty just shook his head in absolute disgust. I watched it this weekend. It was five ninety nine. I paid five ninety nine to watch it. Okay, it's a lot of money to rent a movie on the internet on mm -hmm. the streaming platforms. I paid five ninety nine to watch it. It was good. It was very good. A lot of footage that I've never seen before, but I was very confused on the footage and how it was so good. How it was so good. So it was better footage, better footage than we get out of this place right now sometimes. Huh. Yeah, it's been remastered. I mean, there's ways you can do that. Hey, I just hope uh, he doesn't hear you. Otherwise, he's going to show up here tomorrow and maybe sock you right in the house. <laughs> Buzz, Aldrin, Buzz Aldrin's cool with me, man. He did a lot of really cool stuff. Neil Armstrong also. I enjoyed it. The 50-year the documentary, though, was so nice. It was almost too nice in my eyes, but it was cool to see um, the American spaceship and the American flag. By the way, I always wondered why it waved. It didn't wave. It had a, um, a top to it. A rod. Like a rod at the top. Never knew that. Oh. So that's why it went why out. It's why it's why it went out. Oh. Okay. That answered a huge question for me. Yeah, because that was one of the things brought up in the original argument right yeah and in my a lot of in the my shadow. head i'm like well how did it even go out then yeah. it had a rod across the top they remastered these photos yep. and videos and it all looked very very good i'm telling you this documentary looked like it was shot yesterday oh god but it was footage from back then <laughs> you could tell by the way people were dressing and acting that it was from back in the day well and it looks so authentic because we were actually there i agree you know, it's not <laughs> i'm replicated all in. or anything like i that, am so. on i am yeah it it hammered home my opinion that we did go to the moon. 
Did it? Yeah, there we go. Sounds Hammered like, it home. Sounds like a little doubt crept in. Well, they started talking about how... <laughs> I didn't know this. Did you know this? We circled the Earth a couple of times oh, yeah. to catch the orbit to slingshot us yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Had to do it. That was like yeah. the original slingshot. <laughs> yeah. It's like the original slingshot. Shake and bake was, our, was NASA. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the original slingshot. I didn't know that. And then we went around the moon a couple of times. They were going 27,000 miles an hour. First of all, wow, that was an alarming number. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. But then they went around the moon to catch the the lunar gravity, mm. slowed all the way down to five thousand miles an hour. Mm. So their bodies are going through it there. But the strategy made a lot more sense after watching. I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I'm all in. I'm all in on us going to the moon after watching that. Seems talk. like it. I am. Don't question me. <laughs> it is kind of incredible when you look at like the instrumentation in the craft <laughs> and stuff. Like everything looks so basic, and you're like, oh, that took those guys to the moon." There was like five. There was six and a half million pounds. Mm. That space shuttle was six point five million pounds. Big payload. Seems heavy. <laughs> Huge payload. Yeah. They got four little rocket ships <laughs> inside of that one rocket ship because they broke off. They kept breaking off at different levels because they didn't want it to explode or something like that. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why there's so much shit floating around in the in space. Mm-hmm. But it was 6.5 million pounds. Well, and the astronauts back then, you know, were just... Uh, Sticking bones. I mean, they knew the telemetry. They knew that, you know, actually, he actually landed on the moon uh, without, like, the range finder. They didn't know how, how far they had no. to go. He kind of just stuck landing. So they moved. Because where the auto lander was heading was a massive crater. That's right. That's so right. they had to drive it, take it off of autopilot, land it themselves forward to miss the craters that were the size of football fields, they were mm-hmm. saying. The craters. Incredible. Incredible. Because they're American heroes. Anyways, if you ever go back to the moon and you want to buy tickets up there, you utilize SeatGeek. Because SeatGeek scans all the other ticket buying platforms to make sure you're getting the best tickets at the best possible price. You're not getting catfished either. The ticket that you buy is the ticket that you get. These other places run a little scam cam where you buy and then you can't get the ticket you thought you got. You get catfished as if Nev was to show up at your house and say, Katy Perry isn't Katy Perry. This ticket isn't your ticket. That's not the way it works with SeatGeek because they're good people selling great tickets to a immensely awesome humans like yourself. Right now, you use promo code PAT, get $10 off your first order. Promo code McAfee, $20 off your first order. Let's have a little self-awareness. If we're rich, go ahead and use the promo code PAT, get $10 off. If we're not rich yet, go ahead and use McAfee, get $20 off. Football game's right around the corner. Maybe take a date. Maybe go with your dad. Maybe go with your friend. Maybe go alone. Fuck it. Want some alone time. Me and boys watching some football. Just me and the team. One with that. Do whatever you need to do. Just get out there and live a little and experience something live. That's probably our best ad read to date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Went straight into a documentary breakdown. Yeah, I mean, we basically <laughs> just explained space travel. Yeah, not in just the, the documentary a, yeah. breakdown. It was a full-on debate. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a debate. There's no debate. <laughs> we went. Yeah, thank you. I'm on your side. The one video does look like, though, if they were to be... <laughs> very close up with something that looks like the moon and they were just running it by the camera. (laughs) Well, I mean, I also, at this point, you know, it doesn't matter what you say or what I see, I will stand tall that we went to the moon a hundred times out of a hundred times. We did go to the moon. I'm on your side. Exactly. Watch First Man. Is that this document? You should watch this documentary. No, it's a, it's a film, but is it's a very accurate representation of, you know. Did you watch this documentary? How do you know? No, I don't. I don't know. We were actually Hey, we were in Houston, by the way. So they were actually giving us updates on Houston. There's like 
if they didn't go to the moon, they had to fool at least a hundred space rocket scientists that are in the room documenting everything they're doing is all I'm saying. So unless they kept all those people quiet or they fooled all those Yeah, I couldn't pay all those You mean those actors? There's a lot of people in there. (laughs) Hey, there's a lot of actors. Wow. Don't you say what you just said. One of those people would come out by now, you would think. I fully think they had the backup plan to do the movie production if they didn't make it to the moon. But I think they made it, so they were like, oh, we don't need it. So they told John Goodman or whoever was there, he's like, calm down. Argo? Is that from Argo? Yeah. Yeah. What was the movie where they, oh, God damn, it was a great movie. John Goodman had to go plan the landing just in case it didn't happen ahead of this whole movie studio. It is. It seems as if everything that could have went right did go right on that trip, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of potential massive kabooms yeah. on the way to the moon. Mm-hmm. Like they had to break through this one particular thing and then this other particular thing, and then they're just floating for like six days. And they're like, oh, down in Houston, we're going to call it a night. Good night. And they're like, Good night, boy. <laughs> From space, you know? And everybody would go to sleep at the same schedule. It's very interesting. And then they lost them behind the moon. Yeah. Lost, lost service. Dark side. Dark side of the moon. Mike Collins was just floating around, by the way. This guy. He saw it all. He was floating around. He was a getaway car. He was. He was the escape route. Keep the engine going. Need to team up with this guy to get back to Earth. Home. We're coming home, boys. Hey, Mike, leave. Leave it running. Hey, let's show park this bitch. (laughs) Get it right there at the fucking lunar gravity edge. Have you seen Apollo 13, Pat? What? With Tom Hanks? You will love that movie. (laughs) It is fascinating. It is. It is fascinating. It's a really good movie. Everything that went wrong and the things they had to, like, invent. Like, they couldn't get back unless they invented shit. When a guy lives on Mars... Matt Damon, uh, oh, Martian, yeah, similar. He had to create things, and then, then whenever Clooney and that lady were up there, yep, gravity. Mm-hmm. I saw that one too. Yeah, I've seen a lot of space stuff. I haven't seen Apollo. That, I'm that one's it. a real story, though. So they had, was... yeah, they had to actually invent Whoa. an apparatus to convert carbon dioxide to mm-hmm. oxygen out of shit that was in, in the inside the aircraft. So smart in order to get back home. These humans are they were so smart. Out of air. These humans are so smart. It's There's a guy named Deke Slayton because when I first said it, I thought it was Steve Slayton, I was like. How come nobody ever said Steve Slayton was the guy that was basically the coach of these? He was the astronaut coach that sent them to the moon. The real hero. And when Steve Slayton came and played at WVU, I, I was just—I would assume at some point somebody would be like, Steve Slayton was the same guy that coached the astronauts. You know, I would just—I would assume I would hear that at some point. <laughs> Turns out his name was Deke Slayton. Mm-hmm. They showed me that an hour and a half uh, into the movie. They actually put his name on the bottom. They're all checking in though with the headsets, talking to him. This is Houston. This is Deke Slayton talking. How you guys doing up there, boys? We're all proud of you. Over. Thank you. They're playing music up there. I'm a believer. As I also, should be. I also believe you're going to enjoy this. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now is a hilarious individual. Once a professional athlete, a mixed martial artist who fought in the UFC with 11 victories. 11 times he stepped into a cage with another man and beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> He then retired and started dominating the podcast world and the stand-up comedy world. He has two podcasts, The King and the Sting, The Fighter and the Kid. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Hollywood, California, Brendan Shaw. 
legit intro, man. <laughs> I try my best, man. Just legit bring a little energy. Legit intro. I'll hey, take it. I just try to let you know I did a little bit of research. A little before bit of we research, man. <laughs> Dang, look at you guys. That is all the intro is trying to do. Is just explain that I did a little bit of research and I feel pretty good about Respect. it. Respect. I've been a fan of yours for a long time on the internet. Same, man. I Same. I like a lot. Uh, when professional athletes decide, A, now granted, the story behind Rogan and Callan kind of uh, helping you with your decision, but transitioning into the entertainment world is not an easy one. And watching you has been a lot of fun. Oh, thanks, brother. Same thing. Long time coming. I, you and I have been trying to link up for a while. And yeah, I think whatever you do, I always support, man. You see me on your Instagram, yeah. like and everything, slitting your girl's DMs. So the thing is, <laughs> uh, fiance, please. Sorry, fiance. sorry. Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's slid right. in my fiance. Slid in fiance. He said, congrats. <laughs> You're not the only one, I assume. I would it do happens, it as well. man. Yeah, love, love, dude. Love. Forever. Yeah, but uh, same thing, man. I, I feel like we're cut from the same cloth, and uh, yeah, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, I enjoy watching you. You just had a special uh, on Showtime. You were doing your media run there, and I tried to slide in a time I in know. the middle of it. It didn't work out. I know. Uh, but I'm excited that you're here in Indianapolis now doing your tour uh, You last week, so we missed it already. I, I wish know. we could have promoted it. Hey, if he ever comes back to Indianapolis, go watch him. Yeah, the guy is funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's talk about your life. Let's do it. I didn't know you were were a lacrosse player. Yeah, uh, I love lacrosse, man. Love lacrosse. Had a real deep passion for lacrosse. Sport of the future. Where'd you grow up at? Uh, Denver, Colorado. I did not know lacrosse was west of Pennsylvania. I had no idea that it even existed out there. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's not not the biggest game in Denver, Colorado, but uh, it was it was pretty good when I was there, man. I loved lacrosse, and that led to a football. Uh, no, fo football was from day one. Football when I I started playing when I was four. And, you know, all the way through, had a cappuccino with the Buffalo Bills. So I played football for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and then you went into the Arena League. What position did you play in football? Uh, in in college, I played at University of Colorado. I was a H-back, like fullback. Oh, yeah. oh nice. Just run your head into people. Bunch of CT. <laughs> <laughs> Real bummer. And then, uh, yeah, and then with the Buffalo Bills, a, 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 like I said, a, a cappuccino. And, uh, yeah, but it's not easy to get into those camps. It's, it's something that needs to be remembered. They don't just sign up dummies out there. I mean, granted, isn't that that's one way to look at? It. Yeah, I think it depends. I think if you would have told me when I was like four, like, hey, dude, you're gonna get a, you're, you're gonna have a shot with the Buffalo Bills. Like, you're crazy. That'd mm -hmm. be awesome. But now it's like, God, that was a failure. You know, yeah. it just depends how you look at it. I mean, maybe a failure because you didn't make your ultimate goal, which I assume would be an All Pro H back or whatever, and becoming a Super Bowl champion. But the the percentage of humans that get to accomplish that and the amount of circumstances that have to fall correctly is so small. I know. So I, I think hindsight, you should have a much more positive outlook than you did maybe as a four-year-old. As I'm getting older, <laughs> I'm, I'm like that. Same with same with my UFC career. It's like, well, I never won the world championship, so that was a failure. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. So let's dive into that. Let's you do you do the you go to university. You went to a small school, transferred to Colorado. Yes, went to Whittier College in California, where phenomenal lacrosse. We we're number one uh, in the nation at the time, and then left there, went to University of Colorado, walked on there, and then earned a scholarship, and then played three years at University of Colorado. 
Congrats. Success story, uh, some would say. Right there, by the way. Don't, don't look at it as a failure. Got your school paid for. Hello. You're using that now. Obviously, you're using all your education you learned in Colorado. Thank God I went to class. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the Buffalo Bills, uh, get released from them. You go to the Arena League for a little bit. Yes. Decided that is a terrible business. Probably shouldn't do that. You're some would say the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the way those things operate. Oh, my God. I was like, how much am I getting paid? <laughs> Only if you win, too. You Only win. if you win. Like, this is awful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got Incentive to win, dude. You got forty-five people watching too. You got walls that you can potentially run into now in the middle of the field, and you're making no money. Arena this was league. not the dream. This was not the dream. <laughs> I mean, there's people that play because they still love the game. I appreciate and respect it, and I'll try to give them a rating every time it's on TV. I like turn it on before I take a shit and then come back. So I try to give them a rating so they get their money up. But boy, the people that are doing arena, you got to really appreciate their amount of love for football. They love the football. Out there. Do they love the football, or do they have no other options? And that's that's. It, I know? mean, we can look at it positively. <laughs> <laughs> they love yeah. the football. Uh, so after that, it was like a two-year. It was like a two-year window there before the Ultimate Fighter happens. Yes. Were you trying to figure out your life? You didn't know after Arena League. You're like, fuck. What am I going to do? Trying to figure out. I was selling uh, supplements door to door, like Pursuit of Happiness style. I had a briefcase. I'd go door to door selling supplements. But I, I, when oh, I, oh, oh, what were they? They were. It was like creatine and protein powder. Let me hear it. Hello. Okay. Yeah, 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 all right. Okay. Yeah, what the fuck's going on, Bob? <laughs> hey, how you doing? I was a lot better before some fucking meathead just showed up at my door, but yeah, things sh- are sure. You, you could be a lot better if you try some of these supplements. Let me just show you what I have. Can I come in for a second? No. And then, <laughs> okay, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> That's a hard job. That is a grind. Tough job. You're cold calling people, but showing up at their house, especially I, when you're a giant human. Yeah. I would go door to door, and then I'd go into gyms, and I'd, I'd just sit there with my briefcase, and I'd wait for someone to come up to me, and I would look at someone working out or like hitting mitts, or and I'd be like. I can make him 1% better. <laughs> 1%. I go, how? Do you have some time? <laughs> Sit down. It never worked out. Bro, I was the worst salesman a ever. meathead Jehovah's Witness, bro. <laughs> what a wild life. It was awful, man. But I was when I was doing that, so I'd do that during the day. Then at night, I would uh, train. I'd do jiu-jitsu and boxing. Yeah, because your dad, big time uh, martial artist. Yep, yep. You did your research, man. Yeah, black belt in taekwondo. And he oh, didn't I want me you. fighting, but... Um, you know, coming from football, I needed something to kind of take up that space, and I just had a knack for, for fighting, unfortunately. And at this time, I think the Ultimate Fighter was kind of starting to really get going, yeah. right? Just so starting to get going. Just it, starting to get going. So I was selling supplements, living with my brother. Wasn't making any money, uh, living with my brother. And then uh, it just started taking off. Then I, I started training uh, with, like, this really big guy named Shane Carwin, who eventually oh, yeah. became UFC heavyweight champion. But he only had two fights. We were the only two big guys in the gym, so me and him would train nonstop together. And training, by the way, is now, granted, a man that you have fought before and uh, defeated, Matt Matreon, trains here in Indianapolis. Love Matt, yeah. And Chris Lytle trains here in Indianapolis. Monsters. And when Matreon's training for a fight, him and Lytle literally wake up every morning, go into this little fucking pit hellhole down here in the hood here in Indianapolis. It has pads. You've done it with him. I've done it with him two times. And they just beat the fuck out of each other. They they literally go in there and just beat the fuck out of each other. Yeah, they go hard. They go hard. Chris Lytle walks out of there with a black eye every day. Terrible job. Terrible <laughs> job. So you having to do this against the world champ, I couldn't even fathom. You Every day you walk in there like, okay, I got to fight the, a potential world champion here. Awful. And he was so much bigger than me, but he, he was like a big brother and just whooped my ass every day. Um, 
And that, but that, listen, I, at the time I'm selling supplements door to door, and I knew I was athletic, and I'd watch the guys on, especially in the heavyweight division in the UFC, I'm like, God, I know I can beat some of those guys. If I just focus, I'm so much more athletic in my work ethic. I bet I could get pretty far. Didn't think I'd get as far as I did. I was like, but I, it's better than slanging supplements door to door. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, yeah, so started training and then, uh, Probably six months into training, uh, Shane Carwin goes, hey, man, there's a Golden Gloves boxing tournaments next week. I go, that's cool. And he goes, oh, we signed you up for it. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so my dad didn't want me fighting at all. And I told my dad, I go, dad, I'm doing Golden Gloves next week. I had no idea. I didn't really train for it. I've just been training with Shane. And I go, I'm doing Golden Gloves next week. He wanted me to just work on my my degree and whatever that. So uh, I go, if I lose this, I'll, I won't, no more fighting. I'm done. I'll go, whatever you want me to do. And he says, deal, deal. He shows up front row, (laughs) front row. Uh, (laughs) They don't put me in the, I, cause I had no fights. So, and they didn't put me in the B class. They put me in the A class with guys with a lot of fights. So these guys are monsters. I go in there. I'm so nervous. And uh, it was uh, three two-minute rounds. And I ended up winning the whole thing. All knockouts. Wow. So you're a Golden Gloves <laughs> All knockouts. Yeah, all knockouts. And so I get oh, – but this is the best part. So it's it's super hoodie in there. Like, I'm the only white guy. It's all Mexican and black kids, right? I'm the only white guy. And they're taping my hands. But you're taping your hands with the crowd around you. Like, everyone's everyone's family, kids mm. are running it's by. It's like a movie. It, it, yeah, like sad movie. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're taping my hands, and my dad's, like, right there in my my dad's not used to like fight game. He's looking around. He's like, what? and this giant, um, this giant black guy walks by and who was fighting in the championships. He was an army champion, giant black dude. Walks by, and my dad goes, Jesus Christ! <laughs> he goes, who's fighting him? I go, Dad, that, that's my, that's that's my opponent. And my dad goes, Oh, we should leave. <laughs> goes, we should leave. I go, I can't, Dad. I have to fight that guy. And so I get up, beat that, knocked him out uh, in the second round. And then I get done. My dad's like. All right, let's see what happens. Oh, so that was kind of like he was like, let's see. But he was like, let's you're you're a moron, but let's see what happens. (laughs) And then probably six months after, maybe four months after that, for my my sign up for my first MMA fight. And uh, were you in like a uh, like a basement? Was it like a shitty? Chris Lytle tells this incredible story of his first MMA fight was in this dungeon basement where basically it wasn't even a cage; it was just like roped off. Yeah, it was roped off with some Mm -mm. shady promoters. No. Different animal. No, it, in my career, whole career, whether it's entertainment or fighting or football, what I've always, it, I just get thrown to the fucking wolves. So deep, deep, get thrown they in. Throw me deep. right with the big dog. So right away, my first fight, Broomfield Event Center. Um, you know, whatever, thirty six hundred people sold out on the first fight of the night. Everyone's there because it's very, it's very close to where I played college football. So that whole crowd. Oh, here we go. So sold Let's go out. Buffs. Yep, my mom drives and hour and a half to get there. I knocked the guy out in 16 seconds. And I, what did you do? A flying knee? Just a straight, <laughs> I, I, I think I knocked him out like 36 seconds, but it was like, it's just straight right hand. Some fat guy. <laughs> it's not that impressive, it, you know, but I get done in my, I'm in the back of my mom goes, that, that was fun. That's cool. So how many more you got tonight? I was all, that's it, mom. That's it. She goes, uh-huh. Oh, wow. She never saw me fight again. <laughs> I drove like, an hour and a half for 36 For you to seconds. beat up this fat guy with titties. <laughs> <laughs> so then you get into the Ultimate Fighter. So I'm doing that, uh, Ultimate Fighter uh, calls. Was that the, what season? Of, of season 10, 10, biggest season they ever had. Yeah, because. That was my big break. Were you fighting. the first heavyweights? 
Uh, the first season was the first heavyweights, and then we're the the season ten that I was on is the most watched uh, series of all time. I will say I did watch it. Rashad uh, Rampage, yeah. and then we had Kimbo Slice on there. Roy Nelson, Kimbo, Kimbo Slice. That was what was guy. Kimbo like? Amazing dude. Just such a good dude. People say so many positive things because Kimbo, obviously, everybody remembers from dial-up internet, getting on the internet, waiting for Kimbo to beat the fuck out of somebody oh, in the backyard. So Maybe him being a porn bouncer for a little bit. Kimbo had all these incredible things throughout my entire childhood, and then he gets into the real fight game. was like, okay, Kimbo Slice is really doing it. But all you hear is positive things uh, about and, Kimbo Slice. Uh, and so I remember watching him on YouTube, and then uh, the the house is always sixteen guys, and you have no idea who's going to be on it. You just when you get into the house, you I saw fifteen guys. I'm like, well, who's the sixteenth dude? And Dana's like, you guys ready for the sixteenth guy? And we're all like, everyone's a legit fighter there. And uh, how many fights have you had at this point? Uh, I had uh, two. Before that? Oh, good. Two fat guys. So <laughs> I just call it like, two fat guys, dude. Two titties. Uh, so uh, we're waiting. And he made such a big deal on it. I saw Roy Nelson, who's a former world champion, and he had like 40 fights. I By the way, fat guy. Fat, tough fat guy. Tough. <laughs> skilled, tough. skilled tough fat guy. The toughest fat guy. The toughest fat guy of all time. People yeah. would say. So, yeah. And he was a former world champion. Had over 30 fights. I have two, so I'm like, well, that's that's not good. And I'm looking around, and uh, I'm like, I wonder who it is. Going to be some big name, like tough, like a Fedor or something like that, or some huge experienced guy. And they brought in Kimbo Slice. And then what sucks is, and I think it rubs some people the wrong way. Is right when they bring you in. I knew him just as Kimbo Slice, the backyard brawler. Mm -hmm. it, the camera zooms on me. I go, oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the world got introduced to Ben Job. In quotes, it puts, fuck that guy. I'm like, ah, man. But then uh, we got into the house, and we were on opposite teams. But I would, I just, I, there's something about him. I well, it's hard not to. I gravitated towards Kimbo Slice, not because... He's a badass. He was such a good person, man. He told the best stories. He was a family guy, and he was just trying to make money, and he was so humble. He'd be in the house. He'd like, got it. Hopefully, it doesn't go to the ground, man. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing down there. So we'd be on the ground in the living room trying to help him with jujitsu and show him if you get caught down here, and he was a great guy. That's awesome. Yeah, passed away. So Yeah, rest in, rest in peace, peace, Kimbo yeah. Slice. Thanks for all the minutes of entertainment. Hall of Famer, man. I think you should be in the UFC Hall of Fame. All right, me too. Yeah, I uh, just—I don't know for what he did in the UFC, but for well, his I'm, fighting history, I'm, I think I'm, he should be. Yeah, just for his fighting history. Yeah, I for, think so what, too. What he did for the game, he should be in the Hall of Fame. He I popped agree. that one guy's eyeball out. In the oh back. Yeah. yeah, magnificent. Him and that cop in that padded room that one day. Oh. That like cop beat him up, right? It, it was yeah. a war. Yeah. He grabbed him. Oh, it was a war. Yeah, though. it was a, watching Kimbo Slice walk into somebody's backyard like, oh, fuck, <laughs> "You fucking ready, bro?" It was awesome. Also it, terrifying. Yeah, yeah. When he would drop his hands and let the other guy just start blasting him in the face. Here's, the, you got. Here's the thing about Kimbo, man. He had skills. Like me and him sparred a lot on Ultimate Fighter. He had skills, man. He was he, he was a really skilled dude. Yeah, because you were a Golden Gloves boxing champion. Yeah, point. but Kimbo's he, he he yeah stand up. He was good. Man, this is a good conversation. Oh yeah, I'm happy you stopped by. We're about to really dive into old Brendan Shaw. You're gonna be like, hey, I wish I knew this about Brendan Shaw. I bet you we're going to answer that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a company that advertises with us has answered the lifelong question. How do I trim my manhood, get it all cleaned up without nicking or fear of potential death by bleeding out? Big question. People have been asking it. Yeah. 
How do I make my kit and caboodle presentable without the potential of Nick and blood out to death? It's a lot of veins there. A lot of veins. A lot of blood diner. Mm -hmm. It's kind of how it operates. A company came through and said, fear no more, my friends. We created a device that is Nick free, guaranteed. Mm. Insert Manscaped, a company that has your back in your manscaping world. I got a little crazy. I ended up shaving both legs. (laughs) (laughs) I shaved both of my legs and my kitten caboodle just because I thought I could jinx the unnickable, nick-free guarantee lawnmower 2.0. That's what it's called, the lawnmower 2.0. Perfect name. It makes no sense how it operates. It makes sense. You've been using razors. Todd has an entire joke about using his son's face for his balls. <laughs> Made it on Comedy Central, actually. Great joke. But for, since the beginning of time, you've always had to be very careful. You had to uh, be very dainty because you never knew when potential catastrophe was coming yeah. for your kids. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Go ahead and go go whale on that thing. <laughs> Just fucking <laughs> like it's a lawnmower. Go to town. Go to town. I literally got a bit aggressive, ended up shaving both my legs. <laughs> it was just so easy. From right? my You're waist like... down right now, completely bald, just because of the lawnmower 2.0. You're going to enjoy it, too. It's like a fun experience. Oh, yeah. Because you're, you're, no fear. you're experiencing something that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. This technology is not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. They cured one of the world's biggest questions. They really did. Right now? You get 20% off and free shipping and a free travel bag with the code PAT at manscaped.com. When I say this, I mean this. The Perfect Package 2.0 kit that features the lawnmower 2.0 with skin-safe technology. This trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. It's 100% waterproof and shock-resistant. Precision tools for your family jewels. Your balls will thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also a great ad read they just gave us. Oh, yeah. Manscaped.com, get 20% off free shipping and a free travel bag. A travel bag, very nice travel bag, actually. I actually put all of my stuff in. It's my new travel bag. And get it for free, 20% off free shipping. Use code PAT at manscaped.com. If anything, it's a magic trick you're watching right in your hands. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to manscape with your friends at Manscaped, at least let a little magic happen down there near your... Yeah. Back to the show. Okay, so you you go to the finals. Toughest fat guy in history beats you. Beats me, but I still earn a contract in the UFC. Here we go. Now we're talking. This is the dream. This is the goal. Now is it though? We got a new dream. <laughs> is it, Pat, is it though? We got a new dream. Not really. We got we got we got new a new job. New mission. I'll say that. New okay. Mission. So the supplement door to door was a mission. Now supplement door to door try to earn a certain amount where I can move out of my brother's house. That was the mission, not the dream. Get to the UFC. <laughs> Not the dream, but it's a mission. You're here, man. Make the best of it. Don't get beat up. And, you know, try to get famous enough and get out. Okay, and that's what happened. Uh, Mission accomplished. uh, Tom Cruise. 
Bro, mission accomplished. I don't know, dude. Because when I was fighting, it was like uh, I just didn't have the experience. And again, I get launched into this thing, and it, you know, I'm fighting these monsters, these guys with 30, 40 fights experience, and you know, I'm beating some of them, losing some of them, and it's just I'm terrified. Yeah, but you won a lot more than you lost, for sure, hundred percent. Mission accomplished. You were a good fighter, dude. Yeah, good okay. fighter. Wasn't world champion. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I hear you. Uh, but that would, that'd be the mission, you know? No, you, that would be your dream. Not a dream. Was yeah, your mission, dream? you just said it, was to get popular enough to move on. Mission fucking accomplished. Yeah, that's fair. You, you were, were a good personality. You were you had plenty of credibility. Not in the a octagon. good personality in the UFC. So in the UFC, you, you, if you were a UFC fan... You only knew me through like the the countdowns, so I'm gonna rip this guy's head off and like you know like you have it's so serious, so you didn't really get to know. So how did how did Rogan uh, become such a fan of yours? Just by talking to you out of the cage or what? Yeah, we uh, uh, him and Brian Callen were really close, and then uh, I would go. Brian, you know, Brian's my best friend, but all of us would always hang out in L.A. and we'd go to dinners, and I'd tell stories and just make him laugh. And then they were like, "Dude, you got you to you got to do something with this." And they were Callan and Rogan were kind of the ones that told you, like, "Hey, uh, I think it's probably time to step out of that cage and let's move on." One hundred percent. And they were the ones that told you, like, "Hey, everything you wanted to do in the UFC, you have done. You've made a good amount of money. Your name pops a little bit now. Let's go ahead and take over, so you get into the podcast world." Is that correct? Uh, I started doing the podcast with Brian while I was fighting. Okay. Um, so me and Brian are doing the fire and the kid while I was fighting. I was just telling people about my experience, stuff like that. And um, it just started to, to gain momentum. And then I remember uh, my last fight, I got a check for, for doing my podcast. I got a check for getting beat up. And my check for doing the podcast was way higher. Hilarious. And I was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stand-up comedy has been something you talk about dreaming. This is actual yeah. dream, right? Yeah. Stand-up comedy is yeah. a real dream. Like ever since you were a kid, you loved uh, the thought of stand-up comedy. Loved the thought of stand-up comedy. Did, never thought I'd be able to do it. My dream was more of Saturday Night Live. You know, uh, something sketch. Yes, yeah, something more like that. But um, still, uh, I I don't know. I mean, the the goal would be to host Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Be oh, so not be a cast member host. Yeah, cast members not in in my uh, wheelhouse, but a host for sure. Yeah. Why is it on your wheelhouse? Uh, you I mean, those, you're talking about Second City Trained. You know, that's yeah. I mean, you're talking monsters. I mean, we watch the shows. We all watch the shows. Do we? It's a, the ratings aren't great, but yeah, it's a, yeah. There's a reason. I think you <laughs> might that's have what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you guys are saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually did watch the shows. By the way, I love it, man. It was Saturday night before games on Sunday. It was literally the only thing on TV late night. Oh yeah. And I would watch it every single week, and yeah. I would. I would just sit there and contemplate retirement each Saturday night. I'm like, I feel like I could probably fucking go do Saturday night live. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's something I could probably do tomorrow. Probably. And that's why we're at where we're at, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but you've loved uh, the stand-up world? Yeah, the whole the whole comedy. Uh, do you have challenges early? In stand-up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I still have challenges. I don't think, I don't, yeah. What is it? Confidence? Uh, Nope, no, I've never lacked confidence. If it, I, I, I believe in myself enough where I'll figure it out, and uh, I'm around the, the literally the best, most talented comics in the world, and I see how they operate. And there's some guys who I can watch and go, oh, I know how he, how he got from point A to point B on that joke. I get that. I can do that. Then I'll watch other guys like a Chris D'Elia or Theo Vaughn or Bill Burr. I'm like, I can't. Uh, that's 
they're they're aliens. I'm I, I can't do that. But there's certain guys like a uh, like a Burt Kreischer or someone who I, I see his style and how good he's at it. I'm like, well, I can do that. And that, and that's kind of what I base my style off of. What an incredible time he is. Bert yeah. The best of times. He just comes into a room. It's like, all right. It's a tidal wave of party. Yeah, yeah. It's about to happen. Shirts off. Yeah. Everybody's He's just going to get fucked up here, I think. There's only one Bert Kreischer. I love Bert. That's legit. Yeah. He came in here like 10 a.m., 11 a.m., and he's like, all right. Here for the party. Yeah. <laughs> Took a shirt for off. two hours. Was, right over there. He's, he's the best, man. Middle just drinking like warm natty lights just because yep. that's all we had. But he was he was going to do it. Warm he was determined to have a good as time. As long as there's alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> he was determined. I, I think that's a great way. He was determined to have a good time. It's that, his thing. Yeah. Like, a good time's his thing. You live in uh, Hollywood now? Live in Hollywood, man. Well, I work in Hollywood. I just moved out of Hollywood. Had a place in Santa Monica. But I've, I have a kid, man. So it's too busy there. So I had to get out. So I moved. I'm, I'm me and Bert, or me, Bert, Segura, Rogan, some other cut. We kind of live outside of the area. Man, you just name dropped a lot of people. Right <laughs> Those are my friends. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I apologize. I, <laughs> Who's somebody you met living out there that was much cooler than you could have ever imagined? You're like, you know what? I met insert name here. Thought they were a raging douchebag. Turns out, no, cool dude. Uh, I, I never assume anyone's a douchebag. Um, really? No. Never? Never. I, I just, ass- yeah, never. If they're a comic, I assume they hate me. Is that because... <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I just assume they hate me. Is it so because like, on oh. Ultimate Fighter, you got edited into looking like a dick where you said, fuck that guy, so now you just have the thought that anybody who's potentially a douchebag has been edited into look like a douchebag? Maybe, but, but also everyone's judged off social media, but that's not real. Also, that's like... It's like politics. Like there, there, there's these outcries, and people think that's the narrative, but those are the extreme. So on on social media, that's the extreme. So I don't base anything off those opinions. Oh. So I wait till I meet them. So uh, who's somebody that surprised you? No one surprised me, but um, Will Smith was awesome. <laughs> oh, we knew my it. Guy. We knew it. Will Smith is my guy. Will Smith is amazing. Coolest dude ever. Ever. I thought so too. I've great. never met him. You've I've never met him. Don't start. Excuse me. I've been following him on Instagram. I feel like I know him. I feel like I know me everything too, about right? him. I, you, you know what's funny about Will Smith too? Is he you guys so, just talked about how fake it is. Excuse and how me. It's the extreme. Well, no, hold on. Excuse but me. He what, hates what, Will Smith. Oh, you hate Will Smith? I hate him. I, hate, I think he's corny. Bro. You think he's corny? Yeah. Bro, he, who, who do you like? Exactly. Who do you like? Great question. Jeff Bridges, Christian Bale. Those are guys I like. Sounds a little racist, doesn't it? Yeah, sounds pretty white. Jesus Jesus sounds pretty racist, doesn't it? No one in here? Easy. Fucking, hey, listen. Easy. Fucking two-term Trump over here. Hey, sorry, oh, sorry, racist. Denzel Washington. I like Denzel. Oh, oh no. Okay. Don't go oh, back. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kevin no. Hart. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kevin Hart, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy. I love Martin Lawrence. Okay. Hilarious. Uh, yeah, but Will Smith, um, you, no, you, he's killing it. Don't worry about. I like I like how Will Smith, you know, because people on YouTube and Instagram they think they're funny or think they're talented. These Instagrammers are just YouTubers. And then when Will Smith goes, "Oh, this is what everyone wants to look at. Oh, cool. Let me get my talents on it." And then you watch his page, like, "Oh, fuck, yeah, take they're, over." They're, yeah. <laughs> just took over the internet. He's a real talented dude. Yeah, so actually talented. talented. So he's like, "Oh, oh, this is what we'll focus on. Yeah, check this. Is how you do it." Grammys, yeah. Emmys. He's the best. All of them. He's got everything. So talented. So we, you met Will Smith? Met Will Smith, man. Burt Kreischer tells a story when he, when he met Will Smith, it was in a urinal, and Will Smith was about to tell him the secret to success, but his piss stream was so strong he couldn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so he, I tell you what, man, the key to this whole thing, and he started pissing, and, he, and then he goes, all right, good luck. And Burt was like, I missed it. <laughs> 
<laughs> didn't wash his hands either. <laughs> he didn't have to. I, um, by the way, I would hope to shake his hand after that. Get a little. Yeah, I'm trying to think. The, the only other guy I was at uh, SB party night. I was uh, talking to someone, and uh, a waiter's coming through. I go to back up, and I back up into Tom Cruise. Oh, but I, I how just, big? I turn around. I was like, dude, you. Oh shit! It's Tom Cruise. <laughs> how big? Uh, not big. Five three. Uh, he probably had some heels on. I'd say he's five eight. Oh, heels with five eight. He had some thick shoes on. So what's in real life then? God, five, five, five six. six. Five, six. He's listed at five six, so maybe it's real. So wow. Maybe it's. We thought it was a Hollywood doctor there. Yeah, five six. I don't know. He had some shoes on, but it's fucking. He's larger specs. than life, though. It's do Tom Cruise, dude. Do you enjoy uh, action flicks? Are you a big Tom Cruise fan? Or what is your style of movie you watch? Uh, no, like I won't see like Hobbs and whatever the fuck it is. Like I, I don't. Go Hobbs to, like, and Shaw. I don't. I don't go to that stuff. He doesn't need you. It's a world premiere. He's got China. Yeah. <laughs> the Rock's gonna make a billion dollars off of China. Oh no, I'm well aware because he he's jumping out of a building at one point, and China's like, oh, we love that. No, I know. Oh, you don't like the Rock. No, I like oh, the rock. That's, that's oh. interesting. No, I that's like the rock. I like the rock. <laughs> you guys love the rock? I like him better than Will Smith. Brendan, excuse me. Please. I see that. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think he did all the steroids in that, or what do you think he did? <laughs> all the iron, all the steroids. I'm a fan, dude. But he makes so much money worldwide. That's like their new thing, by the way. If you watch any of the Rock's operations, he always makes sure he plugs in worldwide, so he doesn't oh. care about the domestic numbers because he knows that the domestic numbers are going to be down. China, baby. China is everything. China for loves explosions. Mm-hmm. One-legged guys jumping mm. out of buildings. <laughs> doesn't do it for me, man. I mean, it does for me. He's a Rock. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, you like documentaries? Love them. Okay, obviously seen them all. What good you friend got? of yours, Rogan, did the Lazar thing. How do you feel about it? So, oh, wait a minute. That was a deep guess. You don't believe Lazar? You think he's a liar? You think this whole thing's fake? Wait a fucking minute. On record, you're saying that? I, I think L- Lazar's full of shit. Why? Is it because this guy Jeremy was with him and tried to out Rogan that, Rogan? That guy Jeremy was completely full of shit. Hey, he he should have never been on there. Him trying to out Rogan Rogan at the one point after he had the glass of whiskey was awesome. That was oh, my favorite dude, part of the that, whole thing. That guy ruined the thing. I, 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 I <laughs> only know. talked like four times. A lot of people were tweeting me like, oh, if it wasn't for the bearded fuck, that would have been the best thing. That interview. guy should just shut the fuck up. I, I like Lazar. I, but when, when, so I didn't look anything into it. I'm, I'm not a big alien guy, conspiracy guy. So when I went into it and I was like, oh, this is dope. I was like, this is dope. And I was like, there's fucking aliens. There's yeah. aliens. This guy's worked on them, dude. This right is nuts. Out there. Yeah. Right there. Right? There they are. So uh, I get done and then I was still convinced for about two or three days. But then people start sending me like articles and all this stuff. And you look more into no, it. No, you don't read those. Uh, you're just going to fully buy it. Propaganda, <laughs> bro. That's propaganda. Yeah, I don't read those articles. I, I got them sent to me as well. I just I read them. read them. I read them, man. Because I, I don't know that Lazar guy, like a lot of stuff he says doesn't really fault, doesn't track where he went to school. Oh, that's because the government was trying to ruin him. Yeah, I guess, man. <laughs> I guess. And he's the Brendan, only- Brendan, you're more the- woke than this, bro. Uh, I'm woke on some things. You are more woke than this. You, you believe uh, Lazar? I just well, believe in aliens. I know he had a high-level job in that industry, so he had to go to school somewhere. So the fact that they can't find any education history on him at all he is a little weird. He had to be educated by somebody. You don't just take somebody's word on it that they're And there's a, a newspaper article about him working at that Los Alamos post that they say they never worked there. Yeah. I no, Listen, so, I, I think some of it, you yeah. know, I don't know yeah, where I'm at. real, bro. I'd be more impressed if he was I, that I, good of a liar. That's what I said too. I would love him if he. Yeah, was- like I feel like Rogan, pretty good at uh, dissecting somebody and picking them apart. I felt like, aside from the migraine thing that 
That uh, was strange. <laughs> 35 minutes in. Well, no, but all the, like, you'd like, so what exactly the alien looked like? You're like, ah, damn, uh, I had my dude. I'm uh, trying to remember. I'm sorry, what were we talking about? So anyways, when I was in New Mexico. <laughs> uh, un- shady. Unacknowledged is another documentary you can watch. What's that one about? Aliens. Well, you know, I'm all in on the aliens. Dude. All out on the Bigfoot. All in on the aliens. All out on Bigfoot. Dude, documentaries that get me, man. I'll watch them. I feel like an expert, and I will fucking drop some knowledge. What's your favorite? We had a friend who became a vegan. Oh, I'm sure. He watched one documentary, and he became a fucking vegan. I can see that. That's why I don't watch those. I yep, me vegan. neither. Just like those articles you're talking about that are uh, discredited by Bazaar. <laughs> I just don't read them. I just stick away from them. That doesn't fit my narrative. I like my life right now. Yeah, I feel you. I'm trying to think of the last night. Do you watch uh, I Love You Now Die? Mm. No, I've seen it. I haven't oh, sat down to watch. Is it like Dateline? You watch it. It's a two-part series, and when you first watch it, uh, they, you know, so what, basically what happened? She was dating this. When I say dating, they had just a, like a a fling. Uh, well, not even a fling. They only met like three times, but they started dating. They basically had a phone relationship. Yeah, they were oh. texting. They just like text those. each other. They weren't around. Those are fun. Those yeah, are fun. Yeah, so they're not around. Um, <laughs> so. He was manic depressive, uh, wanted to commit suicide. And oh, I did see it. this. And she talks him into commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she goes on trial for murder. It's mm-hmm. a, but the first part, you're like, oh, this, she sucked. I was like, give her a life. Fuck that girl. But then you watch a second part and they dive into the, the dude. You're like, oh my God. Yeah, she helped him out. <laughs> she fucking helped him out. <laughs> you're on her side. She's Dr. Kevorkian over here. <laughs> She's great. You're on her side. A little bit. A little bit. Because the kid, he's, he, he, he attempted suicide four times. It's all he talked about. Yeah, because some of her texts were like shit talking him that he couldn't successfully kill himself, right? Yeah. And she's like, oh, are you finally do it this time? Like that type of stuff. Yeah, it, she. She has problems, no doubt. Is she in jail now? Don't no spoiler. Well, okay. I mean, this happened in 2014, so I mean, it's news. It's not a spoiler. You know what I'm saying? So she she, she went Skip to prison. Ahead. She went to prison for how long? Uh, I think a year and a half, 15 months. She's out now, though. Yes. Her and Casey Anthony need to fuck oh, tag team dudes. That'd be a great podcast. Around. You know what? Around. That sounds fair, to be honest. Fifteen year and months, a year yeah. and a half. That's what I said. I think that's fair. You don't that's know the fair. fucking. You don't know the story. You didn't. I watch just this? heard it. I just, I mean, that's basically it. I mean, we know the story. Huh? We haven't seen the documentary. We know the story. No, I gave you the rundown. I've got to watch this now. I don't understand how you can get convicted of helping. Did you see the text someone. messages? But she literally told him, like, yep, yeah, this is what you're no, going to do. So, so he put. So if I tell you, mate, you should go rob that bank, then I'm going to go to jail for Accessory. a conspiracy. Correct. Because you didn't not, share it with doesn't the cops. fit the elements of the law. No, it does, though. That was the argument. You got to watch the doc, brother. You're off. So <laughs> the thing is, he was a cop for yeah. 21 years. No, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but you that was saw a long time ago. I saw the doc. <laughs> I saw the doc. Don't drop some fucking knowledge. I saw the doc, all right? The doc you want to argue law in Boston? I saw the doc. Um, yeah, that was their argument. They go, well, if this kid wanted to jump off a bridge and she walks by and goes, do it, should she go to jail? Because he was going to do it anyways. Mm-hmm. The answer Great is yes. Defense. Yes, the answer is yes. Really? No, no, I'm just saying. She had a bad lawyer. She had a really good. Here's the thing, though. The kid goes into the car, right? And he he uh, put the the toxins into the car. The Mm -hmm. exhaust in the car. That's a commitment. In a garage, right? Way to do it. No, in a a Walmart parking lot. Shout out to Walmart. So he. um, I don't think they want that shout out. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know their demographic. (laughs) I am the demographic. (laughs) Shout out to Hassan's joke. So they uh, he closes the door. And he's texting like, I'm going to do it. And he gets scared and gets out of the car. And then the next text he gets from her, it, she goes, get the fuck back in that car. Jesus. And he got back in the car. Wow. And 
and then he died. Yeah, it's not like it was just one text either, right? No, like, like she was sending multiple, like over oh, different long a, periods of time. She should get into motivation. Yeah, she's fucking coach. Lou Holtz coaching. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, you, you got the Tony Robbins of suicide here. She's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> she was good. You got to watch it though. But I, yeah. yeah, documentaries. That's my shit, man. Have you ever Did been you, involved in one of those situations where a crime is about to happen or a crime happens? So we have this gas station right back here. Oh. It's the most. Uh, I was wondering where you're going. This like what? Well, this, how much research did you do? So I, I didn't do enough, obviously. But there's a gas station right back here. We go to. It's a one-stop shop convenience store. You can buy vapes in there and everything. You know, Love it's one it. of those gas stations. Yeah. Terrible part of town. I mean, it's a bad. It's got the glass in front of the the person. You got to dip the money in underneath. We're in a bad part of town right now. Oh yeah, yeah there's a yeah. meth clinic right across the street there. Yeah. But like one block down, it's good. One block down, you're good though. It's a library. You're, you're good. But this part of town, not great. <laughs> wow, so wow. every time you go over there, there's a chance something's going to pop off. Yeah. And I always want to be on surveillance camera in the middle of it. I want to be the guy in a surveillance camera like in the background. I watch yeah. a lot of Dateline, you know? Yeah, like, I love that. Yeah, thing. yeah. Like this yeah. guy says that this happened. Yeah. yeah I always want to be that guy. Yeah. Two weeks ago, we walked in there. A guy walks in, fixes his gun on his strap. I'm like, oh fuck, here it's happening. I like, <laughs> I sneak in in front of him. Like, I want to be in the room. You want to be in the shot. Yes, I yes. would like to be in the shot. Maybe spear him too. You know, like, something cool. Yeah, something yeah. cool. And he just goes. He goes to the side of the counter too. I'm like, fuck, it's happening. Ask to go to the bathroom. And you, if they were watching surveillance camera, it's me like sitting there just like staring at him, <laughs> <laughs> just staring at him, waiting to do it. He takes a piss and leaves with his gun. And I was That's like, God, boring. come damn on, it. dude. Has any live that, a little man? Has anything ever happened to you, or you've stunted a, a crime in process, or been a part of a cool surveillance camera? No, never. What's your diet? Um, oh God, dude! You I have sh- that food I, truck show. Pretty I good show. With it, thank you. Thank Pretty you. good show. Thanks, brother. We don't have enough food trucks out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking maybe you could do it. Just do the same one every time. <laughs> yeah, but in L.A., it's I'm like just spitballing. I feel like L.A. is food truck capital of the world. L.A.'s food truck, and right where my my studios are at, there's so many food trucks. What I'm, studio is that? In Santa Monica, I run, have- I run all three shows out of Santa Monica. Really? Yep. That's where that's where below the belt for Showtime, Fire and the Kid, and King of the Sting is. Really? Yes, who owns sir. the studios? Uh, this this Malka who produces all the stuff. Really? Yep. So all those uh, those shows are all coming out of the same spot. I thought they were in Rogan's compound. They're not. Oh no. Mm-mm. Really? Mm-mm. I'm wrong. That's our spot, brother. You yeah. guys have your own spot in Santa Monica. Yeah, it's not like this, but it's pretty cool. Well, you got a great spot, man. Got a good basketball court. You got a great spot. You're doing it right. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. Thanks. Man. Hey, good for me. Good for you. <laughs> Did you hear what just happened to me? Good compliment there from you. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> so you don't have a diet of any sort? You just kind of- uh, I, 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 I yo-yo diet, man. I'm, I'm, oh, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, I'm, uh, I'm so hardcore on a diet, and then I- Being on the road sucks, man. I don't like, know how la- you do it. Not, not, it sucks as far as if you want to be on a diet, because when I if I'm in LA, my schedule, I'm so strict. Wake up every morning with my son, work out after he goes to school. I'm on my diet. I'm fasting. I'm going to bed on time, doing my sets at night. I'm good. But then when I get on the road- it's like, well, I got to try St. Elmo's. I gotta try <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got to. If I'm in Philly, I got to try the cheesesteak. If I'm in New York, got to have pizza. Have to. So my diet goes to crap on the road, man. So you, you just don't eat? think I would, yeah. What is your diet whenever you're at home? Uh, usually, uh, keto. You're a keto diet guy. Keto kid, yeah. I got some cookies for you to try. We're about to take the market. Oh, yeah? Keto. You, you're a keto guy? Oh, yeah. Really? Are yeah. you keto right now? Why'd you just look at me like that? <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I like the tank top. Me. You, no, I I, me. no, you look good, man. Thanks, I appreciate it. Did you ever get thick after you retired? Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> you got real thick? I was like 260, 270 at one point. I feel you, dude. Yeah, it was easy. It was easy to get that, like that. That's where, I, dude, yeah. You're a keto guy. Uh, well, I got I'll, cookies for you to try. I'll take them. They're about to go to market. Do you do, you, do you, you do keto? you want to be like shredded? Yeah. I know. But 
I stick with the keto for like uh, two weeks. I start looking good. And I'm like, you deserve. That's how I am. I'm like, dude, <laughs> dude, you did it. You did it. Look at you. You look good. And I eat a pizza. And yep. I, it goes away. That's exactly. And then that pizza leads into like frosted mini wheats, which then leads into a nap, which leads into waking up. Like, I oh, might as well have a cinnamon roll too. We've already <laughs> wasted this 24 hours. And then it just carries into the next day. And it's like, God damn it. I'm fat again. I think I'm an addict. Yeah. A food. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Like if you're a drug addict, it's easy. You can don't do drugs. You don't have to do drugs. You have to eat. Yeah. yeah. It's a problem. Man. Yeah. And your taste buds have a real opinion on a regular basis. They know what they like. I played with guys that hated eating, and I've never been more jealous of people. What? I wish I had that, man. They yeah, like they have to force feed themselves. They have to force feed themselves to keep their weight on. They don't like eating. Oh. They don't like food. They don't enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, maybe if you're just Pounding Adderall all day, but come on, no, naturally like that. That's insane. There's people like that. There's a lot of people. I've met, I've met more than ten people that have been like that throughout my entire. Oh yeah, I know some people like that. Yeah, they hate eating. I'm like, God, I am so fucking jealous. Because if a pizza walks by me right now and it looks anywhere near good, it's on. I don't know how I'm supposed to say no to that dollar slice of pizza right there. It's so good. I can't do it. That's because we're from America. You think? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Too many options. This is it's a real problem, man. It is. So you on keto right now? I mean, I had a potato last night. You know, I was, you on, can't have I was on keto before I got here. That's a healthy starch. Yeah. No, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's, it's you, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. That's what I do. That's what I do. Trust me. I, I'm like, I'll work it off in the morning. Full thinking. of that. Full of those. Are you in the middle of a tour right now, or are you just always on the road? Uh, my The real tour starts uh, 2020, but I mean, I'm kind of on a tour. Yet. So right now you're piecing together your I'm set. trying to piece together stuff because I shot my special in January. So I have a new like. How long have you been working on that set that you did in January for the special? Two and a half years. Three years. Holy fuck. Two and a half, three years of piecing years. that together. Yeah, but that this, this, the 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 meat of that is special. The last half an hour, where how I went from the UFC to stand up, which also aired on Comedy Central. That 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 story is three and a half years, four years. That was the that was the base of everything. How many oh. times do you work a, a week doing comedy at the Comedy Store? If you, I'm in LA, yeah, I'm at the Comedy Store, Improv, or Laugh Factory. Um, I mean, I'm doing probably six, seven sets a week at least. Holy fuck. Yeah. yeah. I'm full-time gig, man. Yeah. And then I'm on the road, you know, I'm at, on the road every month from here to, I think, 2022, at least two weekends a month, if not three. Let's go. Let's go, bro. Go take over the world. Try, man. Get you a stadium like Kevin Hart. I know. That's, that's the goal, isn't it? <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. That's the goal. That'd be cool. I don't know how you guys do it. We talk about this on a regular basis. Todd and I, Todd has done a lot more stand-up comedy than me, but Todd always had another job and then did stand-up on the side. I obviously, same thing. I don't know how the comedians do it. I don't know how you guys do it do over and over again. Well, just the, the same story? Yeah, I get bored. I told the same story, what, three times in a row and you on this it. last tour, and by the third night, I was like, yep, I'm ready to fucking stop talking about this forever. I think that's an athlete thing, too, because I, I get bored. Of, I feel like I get bored of my material faster than the other comics. Um, by the time I shot my special, that story that I told on Comedy Central and, and on Showtime, man, that was I, I knew that was a, I don't ever want to touch it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> when I did that, I'm like, I don't ever want to hear any of this ever again. But, ever. It, but it is, I forget who told me this. They gave, um, 
they gave the metaphor that a joke or a story is like a little baby. It's never, yeah. That you kind of have to nurture and you kind of build it up. And then whenever it finally becomes the adult, it's like, okay, now it's time to put it onto a special and then you kind of let it go forever. And that was kind of an interesting thing to me because I never viewed it that way. I always viewed it as, oh, this is a funny story. I'm going to tell you with some passion and energy. And then the next time I tell it, probably not going to be delivered as good. I'm going to be honest. I don't like it as much as I did yesterday. And then and so on and so on and so on. And that's kind of my problem. That's why I do it like once a year, two times a year, because it just feels fresh to me. I don't know how you guys do it. Yeah, but if it's your passion, you would, because that's that story. So like I tried a new bit last night, which I've never done before. If you get some laughs, I'm like, oh shit, it's a seed. So like, I'm going to go work on that. Mm -hmm. And I punch it up. And then next night, oh shit, it got even better. How much stuff will you practice in front of audiences? Uh, especially right now, a, a good amount. I mess around in, in between. Like I, like uh, we call it making a shit sandwich. So that the, the top stuff I know it works. At the end, know it works. In the middle, I can mess around, and I know my spots where if it's not going well, I can pull this out and go to that. It's a science out there. Mm -hmm. You guys at the comedy store really do good stuff on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you talked about if it's a comedian, uh, you just automatically assume that they hate you. Oh, yeah. You want to expand on that a little bit? Cause uh, and I, yeah, I guess. I just, you know, uh, I, I didn't come in like tr like a traditional comic, you know. I'm, and, you know, I'm at the comedy store a lot, or I'm at the improv or the ice house, you know, or selling out the Wilbur. I have a special on Showtime being Comedy Central. So it's like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's if, name if, drop. That's, I, is I, it? I respect it. Uh, I like it. I just want to let you know that okay. that's a thing I do. Oh, I was reading w Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> no, so I just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, you know, if, if you're if you're a grinder, like a comic who hasn't made it or, you, you know, you did make it, but it took you 17 years to get to a certain level. You know, I just assume like, dude, fuck this guy, man. You know, I paid my dues in a different way, you know. Mm, but Well, that's, uh, that's the reason I asked it because Pat went through the exact same thing here. Like, and it's just ridiculous to me. I mean, I was a comedian. I'm like, I, I don't give a fuck. Anybody that can get up there and be funny. Here, here's the thing. Who gives a fuck? You, and plus, you bring a story. It's not your fault you have an amazing, more amazing story than someone who who didn't do shit with their life. Yeah, different yeah. perspective. Yeah, 100%. I agree, and I get it. I don't know if that'll ever leave. Maybe if I get past at the store one day, I'll feel like I belong, but... Um, I don't know. I thought the special might make me feel better, but it didn't. <laughs> Made me feel worse. Because you got it instead of somebody else. Mm -hmm. You need to stop feeling bad about yourself, Drew. Mission accomplished <laughs> in fighting. Mission accomplished in football. You got free schooling. You got a chance to taste the NFL. Yeah. Mission accomplished in lacrosse. Your team was good in college. Yeah. I think you should stop being so hard on yourself, dude. Yeah, maybe, man. I don't know. Now, granted, you, you are looking a little fat after that potato last night. <laughs> do I look thick? Yeah. yeah. You, you know walked I mean? in here and I was like. dysmorphia, bro. You walked in I was like, you know what? I thought he'd be in better shape. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so I said. I got to get back on keto. <laughs> I got cookies for you. Monday, uh, Monday man. Where's uh, next city you're at so people can buy tickets? Uh, this year's next week. Tuesday, yeah. I'm in Nashville, Portland. We got a big Nashville market. I Dude, love Nashville. Like... Zanies. I'm at Zanies, oh. one of my favorite clubs. Nashville's the best. The best. Nashville. I'm there first week of, I think, August 1 through the 3rd. I'm in Nashville. Uh, I go Nashville, and then uh, I'm in Portland, and then Houston, Denver. Oh, those are all close to each other. That's yeah, nice. those are all very easy trips. It's going to be great. Yeah, back De to Denver, hometown, man. Haven't done a full weekend in Denver. Oh, nice. Nice. Hey, maybe you should fight somebody. Take it back to that 36-second fight. You know yeah. what I mean? Hey, Mom, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if he's in your town, go check him out. Hilarious and cool dude. And I think you should stop being so hard on yourself. Incredibly successful and fun to watch on the internet and in real life. Thanks, brother. No problem. I'm just trying to keep up with you, man. No, no, no. 
I'm I'm just a whittling away retired punter. Don't, don't in see, the middle can, of America. Don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> I mean, I sell six thousand tickets at places. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole! Uh, incredible hat. It's one of my favorite hats I've ever seen. In my oh, life. thanks, brother. And you, I saw the bit you put on the internet about you being a fuck boy. Yes, super fuck boy, hype boy. Two chains on right now. Great chains. Thanks, man. I do have two chains. If anyone's listening to this, they're like, I fucking hate this guy. And, there, and there's a Rolex, I think, on the left hand, which is incredible looking. When I was saying Daddy the, makes money, man. <laughs> the outfit, Daddy's on the road all the time for free? <laughs> no, you're incredible. And I appreciate uh, two guys you brought along with you are good people, too. Yeah, Hassan and people. Derek are killers, man. Yeah, they're great. Those are my guys. Hassan and Derek? Hassan and Derek. Hassan and Derek. Our, our, we're, they're going to go on tour with me uh, in 2020 next year. We're doing all theaters, and we're calling it um, Fifty Shades of Brown. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Great name. Nice. Can't wait to watch it. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Brendan Shaw. Uh, big thanks to Brendan Shaw. Awesome conversation. Mm-hmm. It makes sense why so many people love him. It does. I'm going to go watch his stand-up comedy. The next time I get a chance, mm-hmm. I'm going to support that guy. Mm-hmm. Big Brennan Shaw fan. Oh, yeah. If I wanted to hire somebody like Brennan Shaw, there's one place I would go <laughs> and one place only. LinkedIn. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hiring isn't as simple as putting an ad in the paper or posting to a job board anymore. Uh-huh. That might have worked in the past, but no longer uh-huh. is that the go-to. When you're juggling hiring with everything it takes to grow your business, it's important that you reach the right candidates at the right time. That's where LinkedIn comes in. Over 600 million members visit LinkedIn to make connections, learn and grow as professionals, and discover new job opportunities. 600 million. That's That's a lot lot of million. In fact, LinkedIn members add 15 new skills to their profiles and apply to 35 job posts every two seconds. Wow. What? One, two. Bam. One, two. One, two. One, two. New one. That's very quickly turning over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 600 million members. Things like collaboration, work ethic, adaptability. LinkedIn does the legwork to match you to the most qualified candidates so you can focus on hiring the person who will transform your business from here to where you want it to go. Because when you're hiring somebody, you're bringing in another member to the family. Mm -hmm. If the family wants to fly, you got to bring in somebody with wings. Mm. Well said. To get $50 off your first job post, go to linkedin.com slash McAfee. Again, that's linkedin.com slash M-C-A-F-E-E to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Go ahead and grow your company with the right candidate from your friends at LinkedIn. Ladies and gentlemen, a conversation that you never knew you needed to hear. My AC, by the way, not working great. Uh, really? Uh, At the house. You might yeah. need a new filter. Yeah. I don't think it's I wouldn't blame the change. AC. I think I'd blame the 110 outside. It was hot. It was thick out there. Yeah. My lady and I rode a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. It was the hottest it's been in like seven years, by the way. Anytime mm-hmm. you hear since, that makes you feel good. Like, okay, this has <laughs> happened before. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because in the world we're living in now, if it hasn't happened before, that's okay. Watch all right. Here. Yeah. But what's that? Here. 
But I, I read an article today. It's the hottest globally that it's been ever of all time. The hottest June of all time. Well, really? I mean, see, I didn't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> see, I was I was bebopping through life like, oh, hottest in Indiana in seven years. Okay, seven years ago they saw this. But if it's hottest globally, I mean, maybe we should start thinking about all the all the <laughs> rockets we send through the ozone, mm, just popping holes in the rockets uh. a little bit. <laughs> but uh, Sam and I were on a motorcycle. It was very hot. As it hottest globally, it's like been that ever. hot, like the wind. It doesn't even cool you <laughs> yeah. down. It's mm-hmm. just blowing hot air in your face. On the motorcycle, you're supposed to deduct like twenty to twenty five degrees. Okay, so if you go out when it's sixty, it's actually like thirty five to forty yeah. degrees. So know that you're going to be cold, mm-hmm. and that it, that sticks with it into the summer too. Like if it's eighty, it's still going to be a pretty brisk little ride. You know what I mean? So you got to count for it. You got to really respect the guys. That are out there in shorts and a t-shirt whenever it's only like 70 because it is fucking cold on that thing. So I have a lot of respect for that. But this weekend with how thick it was, it felt 120 on that bike (laughs) because it's I have a I have an all matte black Mm, bike and the engine is in between your thighs. Mm. And I had jeans on. It felt as if we were cooking from the inside (laughs) out. I could not wait to get off that bike. I could not wait to do it. And when I got off, went and saw Aladdin. Oh, how's the genie? First Disney movie, and I will say this: I'd never seen Aladdin before, so I didn't really know the storyline going in. Had no idea it was as corny as it was off of Jump Street. (laughs) We're talking early corniness at a very high, high level. Makes sense. Went to see Toy Story four. Had no tickets. Oh, you don't feature. So I went to see Toy Story 4, no tickets. So I had to make a play at the counter buying tickets. That's a a letdown. Downgrade. Sweating, sweating. Mm-hmm. Sam's in there buying food and uh, snacks already because mm-hmm. she thinks we're going Toy Story 4. We're already 13 to 14 minutes late. So we only got like four <laughs> minutes left of previews, which, by the way, 18 minutes is their new time. Yes. Oh, that's okay. good. 18 minutes is the new time. So whenever the movie's supposed to start, you got 18 more minutes on the back good end. To know. If you're somebody who shows up right, right as things are starting on a regular basis, like myself, mm-hmm. we're not showing up early. <laughs> So Sam was going to get the snacks because, boy, there was, there was a farm of white trash humans at this. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking, these little kids are out everywhere. I, there was another movie, I guess, that start, debuted this weekend uh, that was massive for the kids. I mean, there was just... Oh, Lion, Lion King. King. Yeah. Lion oh, yeah. King, yeah. There was, I mean, there was enough little white trash kids here to fucking, <laughs> honestly, take up an entire meth-filled city. It, it, was, it, it was wild. It was a wild scene. So she said, I'll go in there while you go here. I go through the thing. There's a lot of bickering with people, with the person selling tickets. Because we went to one where you pick the seats. Yeah. And if it's blue, that seat is available. If it's white, that seat isn't available. Right. There was a couple of seats that old mom Bubba Lee, whatever the fuck her name was, she wanted a couple of the seats that were white and was asking them to turn it to blue and give the other person the other seat because she has six <laughs> kids that she needs to sit with. Oh. That happened for 20 minutes, oh. it felt like. <laughs> Another line opened. I got a chance to sneak in. I go, uh, Toy Story 4 at 3.40. Sir, it's 3.56. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. We got two minutes, so this thing starts. They pull up the thing, all white. So there's like one blue seat over in the corner. So I could have went myself. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I could have went myself. Good seat too. I mean, it had it was uh, it, it was one of them recliner movie theaters, oh. Oh. and it had nobody in front of me. Oh, perfect. So it's like a recline plus. I can get up and walk around a little bit yeah. if I get a little antsy in the middle of Toy Story. If, if Buzz is falling with style and he loses some grace <laughs> and he's about to crack that window off the floor, I can get up and move around with how that seat was. But instead, I said, uh, I have uh, I'm going to need two for the. Mac- 
matinee. We changed it around. What else do you guys have? Aladdin started at the same time. Cool, let's do that. She was excited to see Aladdin. So I walk into Aladdin. Those first, those first couple minutes are tough. That is very tough. He's super corny. He looks at the camera. He gives weird smiles. Uh, he sings. There's a lot of singing in Aladdin. Yeah, I had no yeah, idea. Yeah. It was like a musical. I was watching a musical. That came out of nowhere. I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I almost walked out of that movie until one person showed oh, up. Come on. <laughs> Will Smith crushed Saved it. Saved it. Saved it. Hey, he crushed it. Diggs, don't clap. I didn't clap. Diggs, don't clap. I didn't clap. Diggs clapped. There were six people clapping, including me and Diggs. But... Um, <laughs> It was, Will Smith saved that movie. I was walking out of the movie until Will Smith showed up. And I'm nice. like, you know what? Love this movie. I'm a big Aladdin guy That's now. what he does. I mean... No, he it's not movies. what he does. What are you talking about? That movie sucked until Will Smith The last up. seven movies he's had have sucked. That movie sucks too. Listen, everybody that fell to oh. Aladdin that wanted to go to Lion King that was in that theater, <laughs> as soon as Will Smith showed up, pop in a room. Instant oh, yeah. pop. The entire place. Not just me. Not just me. Everybody else. It's a lot of sheep in this world. What can I say? It was good. I mean, he was good. Do you know if it was out. the yeah. same story? Did they? Uh, Sam said it was basically the same story. There was like two scenes she said that weren't in the original. Hmm. So, by the way, I have no idea how we don't have a, an animal named Abu yet. Oh, oh, that's a good name. That little son bitch is awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this little yeah. monkey, bro. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. He's incredible. What about Jafar's parrot? Was he in there? Uh, Jafar's parrot was in there. A bad guy, by the way, Jafar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had no idea Jafar was such a bad guy. Who's your favorite character? Will Smith's? Will Smith's character, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is not See, it's just, it's disrespectful because you never saw the original. You didn't see Robin Williams. So, yeah. Sam did say that the first didn't get good until Robin showed up on screen either. Absolutely. So, so she said maybe it's not so much Will Smith as it is. The character, the genie showing up. It's a very valid point. That's fair. Will Smith crushed it, though, man. I I don't know how people could watch that movie and be like, Will Smith's the problem here. If anything, it's that fucking Aladdin guy. He's a bit too corny for me. I mean, you're talking about two of the greats. I mean, if David Spade plays the genie and it does well, (laughs) then I'm like, anybody can play the genie. (laughs) Will Smith, Robin Williams. Yeah, it's hard to gauge because those are two of the best of all time. I liked it a lot, though, by the way. I liked it a lot. Was there a giant snake in a movie? Uh, Yeah, oh, yeah. Jafar's. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Jafar's. I just want to make sure they did it right. Big hourglass? It wasn't a giant snake, though. Oh, what? It was a uh, it was a uh, staff. Oh yeah, that turned turn, turned into a giant snake. I don't know. They fucked that part up. I don't know. I think his head just got big, like the guy coming out of the, the like the snake that came out of the fucking uh, seems like moped. I, I yep. think seems you're like thinking of the story of Moses in the Bible. <laughs> nope, that was the staff Completely that different. turned into a serpent. Trust me. Trust no, me. Oh no, this staff did turn into a serpent. Oh, yeah, okay. thank you. Trust me. I they grew stole up. that from the Bible. By the way, I grew up with this. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jasmine, by the way. Pet tiger. Oh That's yeah, yeah, power yeah. move. I had no idea that was happening until it showed up. I was like Nala. She was walking. She was walking down the stairs to something. And literally in the middle of the movie, I go, oh, shit. <laughs> and Sam was like, what? I'm like, there's a tiger right there. She's like, that's her pet. We should get one. I was like, all right, let's watch the fucking movie. <laughs> this is Disney. I was always a big fan of the first one the, of the carpet. Carpet had a lot of personality. Oh, the by the way, movie. carpet in this one. Yeah. Personality? Big time player in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, Big time player in the game. I think he could have done a little bit better with his emotions, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. I like the lad. I'm a Toy Story guy, though. I have yeah. seen Toy Story. So I was a little bit of a letdown Think there. about what's in the movie theaters right now. Bro, Aladdin, so kids, Toy bro. Story, and Lion King. So what many, fucking year are we in? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's kind of sad. Men in Black, too, right? Yeah. 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 International. Without, uh, what's his face? Uh, really? I wonder if they time that like right before kids go to school. Oh, the parents Smart. are getting oh, sick of them. Yeah, Let's yeah, do yeah. something with them. Smart. There, there was a lot of kids in there, man. It felt like I was back on vacation. There was just fucking kids everywhere, man. <laughs> everywhere. Sam ordered a, a pizza from this place one time. Mm. A pizza. 
from the movie theater. Is it good? They made the no, pizza. yeah, not a great move. They went to the back and made the pizza. We're, we're late already. Sam, we're late <laughs> already. She was like, but the pizza sounded so delicious. I was like, did it? <laughs> they, de- they delivered to the- <laughs> a movie theater pizza? No, we, we waited. Oh, from, it only took four minutes, by the way. From oh, personal kind of experience, I know what those pizzas look and taste like. They, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's essentially a Jack's pizza that they're charging like twenty seven ninety nine for. It was twenty four ninety nine, and it was a Jeez. buffalo chicken pizza. Thank you. Oh. So I and I went to see Spider Man. We we're walking. And he goes, "Look at this fucking dumb sack of shit who ordered the pizza." <laughs> There was a guy who yeah. had this football-shaped we pizza. Yeah. It looks so bad. The girl that went to cook it seemed like she had a lot of excitement, though. Like, nobody had ordered this pizza ever, maybe. So she was jacked up about it. She was like, there was tomatoes on there. You want tomatoes? And Sam's like, uh, no tomatoes. And the guy next to him was like, is there tomatoes on a buffalo chicken? And she's like, yeah, yeah, there is. And uh, Sam was like, I believe the person is going to make it. And I was like, why are you getting into the fucking drama? <laughs> <laughs> but the lady loved it. The lady loved us. She made a good little buffalo chicken pizza. Did you try it? No, I'm on keto, bro. I'm on keto. Good for you, sticking to it. Sam only ate one piece, though. Said it was terrible. Uh, so yeah. Said it was a big mistake. And I said, no way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> Cece's Pizza Buffalo Chicken is one of the oh. best pizzas I've had in my life, though. It is good. It, it is. is good. Cece's. Yeah. Cece's. I can't remember. And uh, the one with the white sauce they have. Yeah. The Alfredo it, pizza is yep. good there. I've never Their margarita the tr- was... I've never pulled the trigger on the Alfredo. Yeah. I know I've eaten there several times. I just can't remember what the food tastes like. That's when you go to CC's, though. Yep. You go to CC's, very hungover. You're in a very terrible state of mind. And by the time you leave old CC's place, you're back at it. Back in the game. <laughs> Are they gone? No. No. I, so. I haven't seen one out here. Pretty sure we have one. I think I saw one in Iowa when I was out there. Yeah, there probably was. I think I saw one in Iowa. Mm-hmm. We have a lot in Illinois. You have a who? We have a lot of those CCs in Illinois. I've never Lionel been, Richie? You said a lion. That's what <laughs> I thought. A lot of those. Huh? A lot of those. Banana. It really sounded like a song. A lot of those. That's the Palomalu. Palomalu. Yeah. It's Palomalu. Good song. Great song. You know how hot it is right now, right? Fucking blistering. So just. We sit on our back patio, we just sweat. No air moves because we have so many trees and then the <laughs> fence. There's no wind. So you just sit back there and you sweat. And we have a stone patio, so the heat just. Oh, you're getting cooked. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe we should get a fan. Good move. So, smart. My lady's shopping at Meyer, and I'm like, hey, why don't you get a fan for the patio? She's like, oh, great idea. They have fans here. And I'm in my mind, I'm thinking like the big industrial fan. Yeah. Like, it's got to mm-hmm. be pretty powerful. Yeah. Yeah. You're blowing the outdoors. Yeah. Right? You're, yeah. yeah. You're, in, you're yeah. in outside. Exactly. Yeah. So I get home, and it's like the $15 fan. Plastic fan <laughs> with the little stand that you can put together like <laughs> two seconds. It just snaps together. <laughs> Blows no wind. Like, no, no wind. It just sets in the corner of the patio. You give me three inches from it. I feel nothing. I'm like, it's, it's moving, but it's oscillating. It's an oscillator. It's oh, well, it's no, it's, it doesn't blow. So yeah, so it's the fan you use strictly for noise at night. I don't. She's the cheapest person in the world. Like she's well, yeah, but I'm not going to spend a hundred dollars on a fan. I'm like, well, then you're not going to cool off the patio. It's going to take a hundred dollars to get a fan <laughs> that least, you're going to feel outside. By the way, those fans Minimum. have gotten weaker. I feel like as yeah. we've gotten older. The like abundance right. of weak fans has really taken over. Mm-hmm. I think the expectation level of fan blowingness has dropped tr- uh, immensely. Because back in the day, we had one that went into the ceiling, right? Mm-hmm. What's that 
called? The ceiling fan. Yeah, ceiling yeah. fan. Yeah, he, and you fucking hit that thing. It's like it. Oh comes, yeah. yeah. Oh, it just sucks everything out because we didn't have an AC, so that was it, right? right. You couldn't even risk getting your limbs near yeah. one of those. Hit things. your head off it every once in a while. Yeah, and that's what I was. Off. Yeah, off the, the chain. Take you, yeah, yeah, the chain will get you. It will snap too if you're running and playing like hall hockey or something. <laughs> but the um, <laughs> that was a very personal. <laughs> yeah, very personal. People get a lot of people. I think got that. So, one. so. When you get older and you buy these fans for like 25, 30 bucks and they do nothing. Where's the juice? I'm like, bro, what are we even doing here? We have a couple of these silent ones that blow mm-hmm. the circle. What is it the called? Dyson ones. The Dyson ones. Bladeless. Yeah. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's doing something. You know, it's yes. supposed to be no sound, but it still makes a <laughs> yeah, yeah. just to let you know it's on. And there ain't shit coming mm. out of it. I'm like, hey, turn, come on, bro. So, it, do you need to get one of those ones that's like six foot by six yes. foot? Yeah. I think you have to get the ones like after a fire department puts a fire out, the ones they set inside the yes. entrance uh-huh. of the house to help dry it out. Yeah. Or if there's, or if there's like flooding that. and you have to blow the, like, clear, like, blow the water out of oh, the yeah. and shit like that. The ones that you, we got to talk like this when you're around <laughs> in the same room. The grittiness, <laughs> so the grittiness of the fan industry that died is, with the steel the industry. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a really good fan. How's the patio? <laughs> We can't talk. <laughs> it feels pretty good. What's this? $300? <laughs> Where's that? Huh? No. <laughs> it's a Dyson. <laughs> no. No, this is actually blowing. Yeah. Fans, he really brings some uh, real dramatic yeah. possibilities. Because you're locked in. You're locked in. Oh, yeah. Because going outside... What are we doing? That's what I was going to say. First, the fact that you even went outside on your patio, you could have just stayed inside. I know. I'm like, I'm trying to, you know, enjoy the fact that it's summer, but you can't because it's fucking miserable. Yeah, I think that is something. Uh, old Gaffigan, uh, he lives in New York now, I think. Mm-hmm. But he did, a, he did an entire bit about the Four Seasons or something and how when it's sunny outside, you're forced to go outside when you live in a place that has bad weather, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you literally are almost... Um, guilt shamed into yeah. not staying inside when the weather is nice. Because you're on borrowed time. In California, there, <laughs> they see the sun, they're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to yeah. show all blinds today. <laughs> I'm sick of that sun. Here in Indiana, there's six months straight where there's no sun. So it's like, whenever old Mr. Sun pops in, it's like, yeah, might as well go utilize this guy for a little bit. Uh-huh. Let me go run around the yard for four minutes <laughs> and then puke and then go back inside. It's real, though. That's a real thing. It is. I it, said it earlier this year. I said, you know what? Just because it's a beautiful fucking weekend doesn't mean I have to go outside. It's not the boss of me. That's right. <laughs> you're 100%. I would nap my fucking way right through a sunshiny day. I did it this weekend. Oh, I watched uh, another documentary. Oh, which one? First of all, ESPN is buying up random sports. We need to make 33 a fucking a televised game. I think we could get it on ESPN. What do they got now? I saw ISKA, which is something something karate association. <laughs> because they were doing forms. Forms. They, they did a forms championship. It was like uh, one of those uh, cheerleaders competitions where oh, they yeah. get on like a little board with a spring and they're performing straight on for the camera and then there's judges and they're getting scored by the judges. And the forms, I watched forms where these three dudes who, if unless the interview ladies were seven foot tall, <laughs> these dudes were nothing north of five foot one, <laughs> in geese, all had black belts. And they were doing the forms of like, yeah. karate moves with nobody there. And then they would do the one guy did the ricochet backflip onto the knee, stand up, ah, da, da, da. 
yeah, and then a pose at the mm-hmm. end, and they're like, uh, final score, 49.92, <laughs> and they back up, and then there's three finalists. I watch all three of them go, and they didn't do the score until the end, right, when those three were lined up, and whenever they said a guy's name, like uh, Chase Bombay or something, whatever the fuck his name was, he was on the far right, he would stand, he would move forward to get his score, but he would never just walk forward. They would all do like a 360, yeah, 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 and then pose for it. It was like, uh, you know, you watch those uh, fitness competitions where at the end it's like a final pose. Oh, the pose dump. Yeah, they did that, but with like full roundhouses, <laughs> and it was awesome. And the one guy won by like .04 tenths of a point, and he uh, they interviewed him, and he was a weapons champion already because I guess there's a weapons category, mm, sure, yeah. and there was like a kicks category, and the lady was like, you've always been known as like a weapons guy because he'd been champion before and a kicks guy. Uh, now you have a forms championship. How's he feel? He's like, well, I guess I'm a forms guy now. <laughs> he was holding the trophy. Not a boy, pal. Boy, it was tough. So they're not hitting anything? They're struggling for a... Boy, it was tough, man. But they do look like, hey, those forms... They were tight. I mean, they sure, walked in. Because yeah. I've watched Dance Bomb, so I very much understand like a pointy toe, mm-hmm. like that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And like straight lines, that goes a long way. And when they were doing all their, that final pose though, after they were scored, I appreciate it. Because it was like, this isn't helping. <laughs> like I wish the guy that won would have just walked up and like, duh. <laughs> What's up, bro? They took it very serious. I would watch, I would watch an hour straight of that. If they had now, like if Zito was in there, like every fourth guy. Oh. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like if it was like incredible human, incredible human, incredible human, Zito, incredible human, incredible human, incredible human, like a Chris Farley type, incredible human, Otis. You know what I mean? Am I signing up for the weapon? I would stick. Oh, Kimbo the Kendo. Yeah. Zito's uh, billionaire lifestyle refused to not follow him everywhere he goes. Uh, He bought a Kendo stick immediately after the story of me getting Kendo sticked. Made it on the internet. Instagram started influencing Zito yep. into buying a kendo set, not yes. just one stick. And they arrived today, and boy, PTSD a little bit. I know. Why didn't I open the box? You literally walked away a couple seconds. Yeah. yeah. Kimbo the Kendo is his name, right? Yes. The kendo stick in our office is named Kimbo the Kendo. Uh, rest in peace, Kimbo, by the yeah, way. Heard great stories about him. Hopefully... Uh, just a little bit of awesomeness of Kimbo will live on through this kendo stick, especially after what Shab talked about him. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited about that. Are you studying forms with it? Yeah, you, you, you weapons. Yep. Yeah. That would be in the weapons division, mm-hmm. and you got to go against the forms guy if you're looking to win the weapons guy. Yeah, my goal is to get ready, get good with this, and then be good like, with the lightsaber. There's like lightsaber ones. I don't think that's – see, that's what I'm saying this whole time. <laughs> it's not karate, okay? That's Star Wars. Oh, I know, but it, it builds you up for it. You think some of them Star Wars people should oh. jump over to the fucking kendo stick? Uh, I, yeah. Karate Association. He, he said earlier that his goal is to be in the next Star Wars movie. Yes. Be a Jedi. Good I mean, goal, we can yeah. get you a trial for Jabba for sure. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is, but the I feel like. Big fat guy. You didn't deserve that. I did not. It's not even a guy. It's a slug, really. It's a giant, <laughs> fat, huge, disgusting slug. I think Zeno's losing weight right now. I am. Wedding season, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because if he would have been Foxy's plus one this last weekend at the wedding Foxy went to, Zito wouldn't have been in the shape that he wants to be in for wedding season. He still has some days ahead of him. Good point. He's wearing a full Portillo's hot dog outfit (laughs) that got sent to the office here. If you can't eat it, wear it. Does this make you feel good? Oh, yeah. Because it's not in you, but it's on you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let it feel through the skin. It actually is a very comfortable uh, sweater. Okay, so I watch karate. (laughs) Then there was Team Tennis was on TV this weekend. Like more than two people? 
No, not doubles. Doubles is a part of it. So there's men singles, women singles, men double, mm. oh, women double, right. and they have a team like a Ryder yeah. Cup. Yeah, like Ryder Cup. Yeah, they, they have a, Cup. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly like that. Mm-hmm. They had an entire team play against each other. That was team tennis. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? I click <laughs> on that and I start watching it, and I'm like, you know what? These motherfuckers really lucky. Serena didn't just decide to play this whole fucking team. Right. <laughs> I think she would have won the men's singles. I think she would have won the women's singles. Doubles probably would have won by herself. And the women's doubles. I think Serena would have won the whole thing. But I was intrigued to know that there is team tennis where one person can potentially let down another person, which mm-hmm. I respect. I like that a lot because tennis is a very selfish sport. Are you mm-hmm. saying it wasn't great competition? Is that why she would have won? I, th- I think Serena. I saw, I saw some shots that I thought I could return. So I just automatically assumed... Ipso facto, if I think I could get that, I believe Serena Williams would probably make the other person eat that tennis ball. I think you might be able to take Serena down. <laughs> nope. I saw this dude, perfect dudes. No chance. Yeah, I saw that too. Well, you're better athletes than them. I agree. I agree completely. I agree 1,000% with that. But first, first I do try. think they are pretty athletic dudes. I think they do a lot of things. Yeah. But watching Serena just in real life tennis, I, I mean, it, it, she's... The people that say that they could beat her, I think, just have never picked up a racket before. I've picked up yeah. a racket. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to put the ball in a little square and to serve. <laughs> Serving is hard. So whenever you lollipop one over there, Serena's <laughs> just going <laughs> to fucking bury you with that. And then let alone trying to... That's when you're supposed to do good, by the way. In tennis, when you're serving is when you're supposed to do good. And if you're a guy who's not played tennis before or got like years of lessons... Your serve is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Serena's just going to fucking eat. I'm about to eat that. <laughs> You're done for, dude. Her serve is also like as hard as like some yeah. it, like middling guys. Like she hits it hard as shit. I dude, mean, that's whoa. whoa. Jeez, middling. Middling. Don't know well, what yeah, that I mean, means, but wow. she's insulting. Not, she's not hitting it as hard as like Federer or Djokovic, but she's hitting the piss out of it. Somebody show me a picture of Agassi playing in jorts. Oh, yeah. Is that real? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Agassi was great. Hey, we're a big tennis podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We are a big tennis podcast. Mm-hmm. As soon as I uh, my body's back in the shape to fucking go ahead and go sideline to sideline, I think I'm going to get some tennis lessons. Really? I think so. I love ping pong, mm-hmm. and I feel like... <laughs> Just a little bit bigger ping pong. I love tennis. Yeah. Nick it's likes tennis. It's we, a good workout. Todd was a fucking tennis star. Yeah. High State. school. Mm-hmm. Todd made a star football player quit to play tennis. <laughs> That's right. Wild. 19-1. <laughs> People forget. People forget. People forget. I think I think I could be a good tennis player. I think so too. Because it's a volleyball swing, mm-hmm. which I've because I was trying to so when I was trying to learn how to throw better. I watched Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football, one of them, and they had a close-up front shot of Aaron Rodgers throwing a warm-up ball, okay? <laughs> and it was just his upper body with his arm in there. And the way Aaron throws is he, like, flicks. It's like a full-on – it's like a flick of the wrist. He utilizes his flick of the wrist. And I was on some vitamins, and I just – go. I went ahead and, like, started breaking down film of it. I was like, all right, so what does he do first? It looks like he's tightening his bicep. And I did for like 20 minutes, and then I got back to it. It was like the middle of the first quarter of the game. I'm like, Jesus Christ, let's get, let's get back to it. But I did that to somebody serve on tennis. I like broke it down real slow. It's just like hitting a spike in volleyball. Because my problem is anytime I play tennis, that ball's going over the fucking back fence. That, that thing is gone. It's a home run derby for me in serving. That ball is gone. It's a little spike thing. And I did that in volleyball. I think I could figure it out. I think it's a sport I could figure it out. You, and my ping pong's pretty good, which I think... I don't know. I was watching that fucking Federer Djokovic <laughs> thing. I'm like, why are they just hitting it right back to him? 
like Federer likes to play with people. I think. Mm-hmm. Like I think he enjoys just like make them make a mistake. Yeah, mm-hmm. Djokovic was trying to bury him a couple of times. And Djokovic ended up winning, obviously, just because Roger Federer doesn't train in the offseason. <laughs> Self-admitted, does not train. Mm-hmm. He does. He runs around with his kids. But I, I, I saw a lot of chances to, I feel like there's... A little cut shot? Yeah, a couple of them. Come on, let's make them run a little bit here. Mm-hmm. At least if, it, if they win this point now, at least they're going to be a little bit tired mm-hmm. later. That tennis looks tiring. It's a long game. Yeah. I'd probably make one set or two. It's Very yuppie game. sport, too. You're not going to enjoy the people you're playing with. No. That's even better, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even, I don't think so. You got to be around them all the time. No, no, I don't got to be around what four or five sets match. Yeah, what is it? Four or five, mm-hmm. five sets tops. I mean, best M- fives. Makes so. you want to beat right. them only in the majors too. What? I'm probably doing best of three. I'm only there three sets with these people. The only issue is having <laughs> to learn from one of those people. Oh yeah, which is going to be tough. We're probably going to run through about four or five of those per- trainers <laughs> before we land on somebody that. I think McEnroe. I think you'd enjoy McEnroe if you get him to train you. McEnroe is going to train mm-hmm. me. He'll show you a side of New York you've never seen. <laughs> seen the sights, love the sights, but mm-hmm. they'll show you a side of New York you've never seen. What is that from? Mr. Deeds? Mr. Deeds, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mike said that in Mr. Deeds? Yeah. Yeah. Took he, him on a bender. He got hammered with Deeds. Yeah. He yells, he was a yeller, right? Mm-hmm. He was yeah. a pat, sorry. He, we should probably edit that out. <laughs> he was a passionate guy. He played with a lot of passion. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would like that guy. Bit of a cocky sucker, too. Oh, yeah. oh good word. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. He's a cocky sucker? A little oh, yeah. bit. A little bit of a cocksucker. Great announcer, too. <laughs> What's that? Great announcer, too. I do, Phenomenal. I, I enjoy him. Mm-hmm. How long is tennis season? It's one week, right? Wimbledon? And no, I play all year. <laughs> Four majors, just like the golf season. Yeah. <laughs> Shane Lowry made me so happy. He's hammered awesome. right now. I saw a video of him singing over there. Ireland, a lot of live music, by the way. Right. I've never mm-hmm. been in Northern Ireland. Same island. It's just the Protestants and the Catholics. I mean, I could get into it because I actually, uh, I've been there and I learned about the whole thing. Smaller windows because people in actual Ireland were getting taxed for the size of their windows. Oh, it was really geez. bad there. Car bombs. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. things were not great over there. So I do understand that they're two different countries, but it's Ireland. Yeah. I put out a tweet. got glassy. I'd watch him walk up in his home country. And, uh, Northern Ireland and Ireland are two different countries. <laughs> well, they haven't been in war for like 25 years. <laughs> so I think we should relax a little bit. And that might be too long. Maybe it's only 10 years. But they have, they're not in war currently. No. Right. Thankful for us Irish Everybody's people. getting along. Peace times. Like. Look at us Irish people putting our swords away. Yeah, sure we do. The McAfee's, the McAfee's are from the good side, by the way, the ones that didn't uh, you know, try to good people. ruin everybody's life. What side's a good side? Northern Ireland's where the car bombs are. Oh. And, uh, yeah, Northern Ireland is a little bit um, a little bit more- uh, Who makes the Guinness? They stole, they stole the babies oh, okay. in um, like Sons of Anarchy. Actual Ireland. Abel. Abel. <laughs> so that's Ireland, and then it's Northern Ireland. Yeah. Does that make sense? Anyways, Shane Lowry, when I was over there in Ireland, live music everywhere. It's like Nashville. Ireland is like oh, Nashville. Nice. Oh. Not always great. By the way. Music is not always. <laughs> that was my next question. It's not always great, but it is happening. You know what I mean? Like it's not always great, yeah. but it is happening. Every single, even if there isn't a stage, they're sitting at the first like booth with music, like, like with that. a guitar or something. It's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. It's just live music. So there's a lot of singing along. The video I saw of him standing up there with a drink singing along, like that is, I think that's a standard day in Ireland, by the way. Just so happens to be one of their own is celebrating an awesome accomplishment. Nice. It made me glassy-eyed when he was walking up there on 18. Oh, it really yeah. did because mm-hmm. they said he had a four-shot lead in another tournament and he blew it. 
and he said that he was a new golfer. So I like a good redemption too. Like that got a monkey off of his back oh, yeah. in his own place. Like mm-hmm. that was, I enjoyed that a lot because I could fathom there's a lot of pressure of being that guy that gave up a four shot lead and then bang, going in there and fucking winning. Yeah, it on he, he dominated. It was good to see the weather come in on, on Sunday. I don't like an open if there's not so not a good day of weather. <laughs> yeah, I feel like in Europe, <clears throat> that is something that happens. I guess the American one did too, right? Didn't yeah. it rain a bunch? Mm-hmm. But in Europe, that golf looks very terrible. Europe loves the miserable sports. <laughs> they, they, those courses are impossible. And then soccer's 90 minutes with what, one goal or two goals? It's like Europe back in the day when they created these sports, they're like, listen, we don't have a lot of fucking good shit going on. <laughs> Let's make these things as long as possible. And whenever we celebrate, we want to celebrate hard. So let's not make that happen a lot. And I feel like that's what happens in Europe because that course looked impossible. I respect that. I respect that kind of thinking, though. Me too. Me too. I enjoy it. I mean, I played soccer. I'm starting to get into golf, I think. Mm-hmm. I watched the golf showdown this weekend. Not a lot of McAfee in there. No. They showed zero golfing. Of it me. Was, yeah. Probably a good move. Like I said earlier, an hour to show anything on a golf course. Are you just, taking shots at them right now? <laughs> I, I, why not make it longer? We had, they, there was so they were there for two full days. Like they had definitely had a lot of good content. They had over probably thirty hours of footage. I yeah, think, for sure. Because it wasn't just you. Kyle Williams was one of the best golfers there. He got no love on that show. They didn't show wow. Kyle Williams barely at all. He shot a one under on Showdown Day against Del Curry. Shot a one under. That's a that's a PGA round. Yeah, yes. yeah, literally nothing. He was not on TV one time? No. Uh, I think it was just a quick shot of him one time. Oh, my. Yeah. I didn't watch. I was at uh, Aladdin. That's on me. Mm-hmm. That's on me. I was on my motorcycle. You guys heard about it. I missed the show. I started seeing everybody's <laughs> tweets, and I was like, oh, boy. I yeah. forgot this was on. Mm-hmm. I was excited to see how it all worked out. Understandably, a lot of Favre, a lot of Rogers, a lot of CP3. Favre, uh, we saw him all weekend. I didn't know he chipped one-handed. Oh, all, all the time? All yeah. of his chips, one-handed. That's Jason McAfee, bro. <laughs> it is. And they were oh. solid. They were within like two, three feet every time. Yeah, really? Brett Favre was a player. That's all everybody said is Brett Favre was a player. <laughs> I don't know. You know what we should do? We should try to get the streaming rights of that Ooh, next year. Yes. Yes. Oh, please. I think it's a fun tournament. And I think if you have it covered as if it's a real golf yeah. with some comedy in there, I think – because these players, by the way, are taking this golf serious. So oh, yeah. you're going to see some good – Kyle Williams went one under. There's some good Del Curry one scratch. Patrick Peterson, same thing. Scotty Pippen's chipping in from 250 <laughs> yards out. There's some good golf I think could be covered. God bless your soul. Brett Favre has that perfect shit eating grin. And all the time. Like they, the announcer, horrible joke. <laughs> the jokes around with him. He was like, uh, oh, yeah, you play pretty good for somebody with a, with a 12 handicap. And he just looked at him and he goes, 12. I told him 13. <laughs> <laughs> me 12, and he just had a little shitty grin. Hey, that's a great line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a great line. Yeah, it was a great comeback. I would like to be friends with Brett Favre. I don't know if it's possible. I don't know how many new people he's letting into the circle. <laughs> <laughs> that story of him not knowing what a dick nickel defense is, mm-hmm. Ty best. Detmer telling him, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's when they take out a linebacker and bring in a corner. That's it? Who gives a shit? <laughs> That's hilarious to think about a guy who was so good at football. The game was changing. He was just like, okay, they got a thinner linebacker in. <laughs> what do we, who give? I'm going to throw this way. 
Not even a thought of like let's run towards him. There's no thought of that. It's just, who 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 gives a fuck if they were losing a hundred pounds on the defensive side of the ball? I love Brett Ford. That's why he's my favorite of all time. Mm-hmm. And there was a list that came out. They had him at seventeen. I forget who it was. Dude, that list was. They had, pretty bad. They had Tom Brady number one, as it should have been. Peyton Manning number two, Montana. as it should have been in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I think. I think everybody would agree on that. Montana, I believe, was up there. Yeah, the, the list was wow. I think it was. I think it was Bleacher Report. But I, Alex Smith was on the list. You think they did it on oh, purpose? Geez. Yeah, they people make these lists on purpose just to just top twenty five yeah. quarterbacks mm-hmm. of all time. And Alex Smith was on the list. On the he, list, he number twenty five. Excuse 20. me. Excuse me. Has he ever I won a playoff find game? That fucking yes. List. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's coming up. It's, it's coming, coming up. up. He can r- barely walk. We, hey. He's striving to become the man he once was as a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I like him. Dwayne this Haskins. is not about him as a person. By the way, Dwayne Haskins delivers the rock. I don't know if uh, Alex Smith's going to get back on the field. Oh, I got it here. These are the Redskins, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Dwayne Haskins, I think he can really throw, by the way. I have no idea how he is breaking down defense and his work ethic behind the scenes. Big time chip on his shoulder, too, after that draft. Oh, yeah. They got it all wrong, bro. <laughs> Kurt Warner, number 10. <laughs> Oh. Bro, I waited 221 picks, Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love. When those, the, made me wait to like 15, bro. Yeah. Oh, is that a long first night for you? I thought I was going back to school. <laughs> I, I hope Dwayne Haskins does well, by the way, because I like a guy that A, has swagger, and B, can throw the rock all over the fucking yard. I, I hope Alex Smith does well, too. I just don't think he's the 25th best quarterback of all time well, or gotta, anywhere close gotta to got to put it. his leg back together, too. Jesus Christ. Well, it's true. You, yeah, it's, it's a factual statement. you got to put his leg back together. They, they have doctors over there. <laughs> they did that already. Kurt Warner's at number 10 on this list of all time. Hmm. Oh, that's tough. Ahead of I'm not saying anything. Far. Kurt Warner won a Super Bowl, had the greatest show on turf. People forget this wild, wide open offense thing started with the Rams and mm-hmm. what's his face, the white haired guy, Mike Martz. Yeah. Martz, Mike Martz, and Kurt Warner, and mm-hmm. those boys out there. Who's that? Holt, Tory Holt, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Isaac, Isaac, Isaac Bruce, Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. Mar- Mar- Marshall Falk was on that team. Dick Vermeil, Dick oh, Vermeil, yeah. Dickie. Who did they lose to? Patriots. Yeah, Vinatieri. Did Vinatieri mm-hmm. yep. went home right there. Mm-hmm. That's my friend. (laughs) 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 Does St. Louis still like the Rams? No. Uh, I think they hate them. They hate Kroenke. I know that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're holding it out on the team or not, but they hate Kroenke. I wonder who they pull for. If you're from St. Louis, tweet us and tell us who's your team now. Who's the general, um, not just you personally, the general feel of St. Louis Rams fans, who are they cheering for? I'll be interested to see if they still cheer for the Rams or not. Yeah. Versus the Chiefs or something? I wouldn't. I couldn't. If, they if my team left, left my city, there's not a fucking Yeah, but I mean, you're born and raised in Pittsburgh where it's like... Never going to happen. Not a lot of cities like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's also I, I different with like the ownership, too, because it's, like, it's not like the team wanted to leave or decided to leave. It's that not like a, every player was... Rare, you know? Yeah. Now, granted, that last year in that fucking dome, I got a chance to play there in preseason. That's tough. If I was on their team, I'd be like, yo, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I would. Because it's bad. But the turf was fucked up, too. Wasn't Everything. It? it was just bad. Everything was bad. Just like the Raiders Coliseum. It's a cool place oh, to play, but that place is a shithole, man. Mm-hmm. The, the visitor locking, locker room, you got like two shit stalls. They don't even have doors on them. I mean, it's just, you got no, <laughs> there's just, me and Vinatieri like sharing a locker. I mean, it's just, not, granted, 
yes, we get to play football for a living. But when you're talking about companies that are making billions of dollars yeah. in where you're taking the greatest athletes on earth to go to, you would think that it would be better than it is, but there's a lot of tradition there. And that environment at Coliseum was electric. I mean, that place, they got, an, they got a Baytown DJ only playing Bay <laughs> hits. And that place goes. That place absolutely goes. I, I don't know how Oakland's going to feel whenever they go to Las Vegas, if they're going to follow them. They say Raider Nation till death or whatever. But you talk about those old stadiums when teams are like, we need a new stadium or we're going to leave. There's a good reason. Now, granted, I think owners should be able to pay for it themselves by your goddamn self. You're making billions of dollars. You can go ahead and get a loan out and do $1.2 billion uh, or something like that to pay uh, for your own fucking stadium without having tax dollars. And then whenever you take tax dollars, by the way, now you have to listen to the people. You have to. If you're taking their money, you have to listen to the people. If you just pay for it yourself... Hey, listen, this is how it's going to fucking be. You know what I mean? Jerry Jones bought that whole, he basically bought an entire side of Dallas and then put the stadium out there. And it's Jerry's, it's literally Jerry world. He can do whatever the fuck he wants there. And the fans don't feel like they're paying. You know what I mean? It's just the taxes. But I do, I'm thankful Oakland's going to Las Vegas just strictly because it's a new stadium. Uh, But Oakland, I think they deserve a team if they can get a new stadium out there. But that St. Louis Dome was shit. I mean, it was bad. I remember being like, this place is it was, uh, tough. What I remembered, it was their their turf caught on fire before the game. Because oh, yeah. Of with the, the, oh, because yeah. Of Rockets, <laughs> red, glare, <laughs> boom. That's awesome. What stadium had the greatest locker room or like visitor locker room? Minnesota. They brought they built that brand oh, new mm-hmm. stadium. Nice it was negative 20 or something outside. I think that was the actual... I think it was negative 20. Yeah. Negative 12 felt like negative 24. I have no idea how you measure that. I have no clue how you measure. Wind chill. Yeah, but how do you measure negative 24? Like once it's at zero, how do you measure? <laughs> That's actually a very good question. Because if it's at zero, if there's nothing, how do we go the opposite direction? There's no negative thermometer. That's what I'm saying. There is, but. Is there? Really? Yeah. I've only seen it go to zero. Hmm. I would assume there is because they do give. Yeah. The barometric pressure. You're also talking about the thermometer you stick in your mouth. No, but they do give actual temperature, so you would assume they're reading something. Yeah. yeah. But I've never seen it either. You're 100% right. Thank you. But I don't know how you measure negative 24. Like, I don't know how it's like, this is negative 24. It's like, okay. Yeah, it's like, well, maybe we should just move where zero is then. Yeah, that's no. what I'm saying. Like, maybe zero oh, needs to move Maybe down this is five degrees. degrees. Negative, oh. this is negative... There are negative twenty five degrees out here. Like where did they go? <laughs> where the fuck did they go? Where where like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. But it was freezing. So when we got inside, very excited to get inside because you took a little bus. They parked you downstairs, but it was still a little chilly. You get in there and you open this place. It was magnificent. It was beautiful, brand new stadium. They had the Viking chant that happened beforehand. A guy with a fucking drum. I mean, it was cool. And then after the game, nobody would leave. <laughs> so they have all their suites on like the bottom level. They were all filled with people as we walked out, like an hour and a half after the game we're walking out still filled with humans it's like i don't want to go outside <laughs> just keep the place open it was awesome minnesota was nice did you see lsu's new locker room oh yeah it looked awesome yeah tyron matthew was kicked out of there yeah mm-hmm. for fucking up right he mm-hmm. yeah, notably I, fucked up he, yeah i think he got arrested for smoking weed marijuana like three yeah. separate times so he gets kicked out of there now he gives back to a player's lounge mm-hmm. that's awesome good for him Go for LSU. Mm-hmm. I saw they have little pods at their oh, lockers. Yeah. Yeah. Would yeah, you like, like the that? airplane pods? Yeah, big fan. Big fan. In some uh, media 
guy <laughs> tweeted Dockage this, and then Dockage, who loves, who is a member of the media, yeah. a very large member of the media, loves attacking the media for being media. Right? He always goes, "Media people never know." It's a, it's a good little bit that he has. It's, I appreciate Dan Dockage. Not, not everybody does, but I appreciate him. Some guy said, uh, "Oh yeah, have something about sleeping in the locker room." Let me say this: the mid camp day nap in your locker is one of the best naps out there. Also, after early morning insane workout, if you don't have class, obviously, or you're not going to class, a pass out in your locker is one of the best naps ever. When you wake up, you're like, oh, fuck. All right, here we go. So the people that say that you don't sleep in the locker room just haven't been in the locker room enough, I don't think, mm -hmm. in my head. Because everybody was judging them for those pods. Like, yeah. oh, what do they need to lay down for? It's like uh, they live, they literally live at that place. It's nice to have a little home down there. We would sleep like before games like lay on the floor like lay towels on the floor to sleep before games and shit like that yeah like, locker rooms it's like your home yeah it's like your little piece of home down there all those locker rooms that are being built up just so the schools can say they're non-profit are fucking incredible that's such a cool move michigan builds 700 million dollar complex <laughs> reports zero net profit <laughs> <laughs> just paid for that cash bro it's not a bad move but mm. I think it's good for the schools. Yeah. It's good for the student athletes, too. I mean, if you have these first class, state of the art places, they all need to know, though, when you go to the NFL, it ain't going to be like that. <laughs> or maybe it will be. Mm, I don't know. Le'Veon Bell's here. rant. Did you see that? What do you say? Uh, at people, he's going off on Instagram. People mad showing up in his comments about uh, uh, you need to be playing more football, you're making too much music, doing this, doing that. Yeah. And, and it, he was pissed. He, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he's like, I, I, I could basically, I can't live my life. I can't. Beyonce, oh. you think Beyonce's singing all I day? Thought, I thought you were going to say that he was. He said something about the Jets workout facility. No, 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 no. I was about to say, oh shit, did he? I'm excited. <laughs> if he said, I was well, like, there should eager. be nice, right? Yeah, I would assume that place is nice. Yeah, but there's a lot of places that aren't newer. You know what I mean? It's so yeah. funny, people that bitch about like at universities, or whatever. How nice like the football complex will be versus other parts of the yeah, campus they do it today. And I was watching Last Chance You, and the band guys were bitching about, and they showed them in their room which the band splits the room with the art department. So there's like shitty little paintings and stuff on easels over here. <laughs> the paint is literally like crackling off the walls it's chipping and falling off the walls and the guy's like and our, our oboe is broken <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny that, dude that always happens one of the like, i don't think your band concerts are bringing in much revenue yeah one of the lsu professors today was like yeah and i'm sweeping my office with like a handheld dyson vacuum that i bought at walmart i'm like yeah but no, eighty thousand people don't come to watch you <laughs> right? fucking teach your yeah. your communications and class. i would assume that guy's like when i i watch west virginia come up and I'm not saying it's all because of the football team, but I think it brings a lot of money to the school whenever your team is on a national stage on a regular basis. It brings a lot of things. I watched West Virginia build a lot of and remodel and renovate a lot of the campus while mm -hmm. I was there, and it got nicer. I think everybody wins, but the football team definitely wins the most. Unless you're the basketball team in Kentucky or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. North yeah. Carolina. West yeah. Virginia. West, Whoever West, brings in the most should reap mm -hmm. all well, that, the benefits. That's the thing with those donors, too. Like I worked at a place where like you would call for you know people to give money. Like They don't give a fuck about the general scholarship program, but it's like, hey, we're raising money for the uh, football team to build a new facility. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll donate for that. Yeah, hey. hey. How many six, seven, eight million? How yeah. much you need? Right. <laughs> Bruce Irvin donated two hundred fifty grand to WVU's new um, new weight room, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they doubled down to call me see if I would match that. And I said, uh, 
I wasn't like the sixth pick. <laughs> I apologize. I mean, I, I worked out a lot in there. I appreciate it. I feel like I scored a lot of points for you guys. I missed a couple, I know, but I just ain't got that, bro. Good for Bruce, though. Good for Tyron Matthew, too. Yeah. That Matthew players on looks awesome. Mm-hmm. LSU's had a lot of good players down there. A lot. Man. They started, they put that uh, mural up of all the DBs that have been through there. It's a good group of DBU. Humans. DBU. Is that what it's called? Yeah. That's what they call it. That's good. SEC is just such a wild animal. They're so good at football. We interrupt this conversation for a reading by Zito. Thank you, Pat. No problem, Z. According to studies, just over 10% of break-ins are planned beforehand. The rest of spur of the moment. Oh, oh boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We stumbled out the gates here. Core studies. We didn't plan ahead. <laughs> Missed the A in a courting. Yeah. Well, it was a corning. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know most break-ins happen between six what and What happened? There? there was the word a court. Oh, this is another option. You, you could choose different options. <laughs> <laughs> it, looked, it looked easy, but it was yeah. not easy. Yeah, yeah. Did you know most break-ins happen 6 a.m. and 6 p.m.? That's a question. No, I did not. No, I did not know that. In the middle of the day? Oh. So between those hours, not were, specifically. Were we at supposed 6 to ask that question too? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So and between, between six a.m. and six p.m. Let's, let's try another. Let's try another one. Let's go to Boy, I was just. Well, I'll just <laughs> let's just go through all. Let's make sure I'm home at those two points <laughs> of the day. <laughs> According to the FBI, the average loss in a burglary is over two thousand dollars. <laughs> what happened at six a.m. Six p.m. Chosen at that could be hard to recover from. Mm-hmm. There are over 2 million burglaries reported every year. That's one every 13 seconds. Are you serious? Jeez. Wouldn't lie to you guys. No, you wouldn't. You would read rates on what's right on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> and what's crazy is that only one in five homes have home security. <laughs> it's like a baby discovering something when a new word pops in. Maybe because most companies really don't make it easy. Oh, that's uh, probably I think why. You're right. And I'm going to talk about Simply Safe real quick. Oh, okay. please do. <laughs> <laughs> Simply Safe protects your whole home, every window, room, and door with 24 7 monitoring for just a fraction of the cost. What? I'm going to mention some, uh, some reasons. Please, please do. I'd like to hear them. Are these yours or are they somebody else's? Oh, they're like all of ours. <laughs> <laughs> Their police dispatch is up to 3.5 times faster because they use video verification. Like oh. There is no contract, hidden fees, or fine print. Even better. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's designed to blend right into your home. No wires, no drilling. <gasps> wow. That's amazing. It's easy to order and easy to set up, usually in under an hour. No big deal. It's much less than that, I'd say. I would say as well. But I I would assume an hour is probably the time they have to allot for it. Simply Safe has won a ton of awards from CNET to the New York Times Wire Cutter. Price. Times and Wire Cutter? (laughs) Oh, to the New York Times Wire Cutter. That's on me. Oh, okay. I thought it was New York. Yeah. And then Times and Wire Cutter. Yeah. I don't think two different companies, right? Two different periodicals. New York Times. And the wire cutter. And the wire cutter. I don't know. They just put an apostrophe, so I don't know if that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that yeah it usually separates, separates two, things. Yeah. Oh, no, no, like that's ownership. Dice. Yeah, it's ownership. Yeah. Well, you're right. Not them. Huh. Not a comma. Suck it. It's an apostrophe. You mean it's an apostrophe? Apostrophe. Okay. Yeah, okay. excuse me. Hey, Zito. 
Yeah, you nailed know it. Yeah, I mean, you can't be mad at us for thinking he yeah. thought an apostrophe was a comma. <laughs> By the way, I potentially thought an apostrophe was a comma <laughs> at the beginning of your statement, yeah. and then I saw the wheels start really rolling up there, yeah. and I saw you th- like you were thinking ownership. I did. Yeah. All right. Good. It's one of those like, weird apostrophes. With but the you S, didn't the say apostrophes after the you S. didn't say uh, New York Times is. Well, because apostrophes after the S, he yeah, just yeah. Me off. yeah. Well, yeah. If there's an S at the end, they don't add another S. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> like McComas at the end, they're not yeah, going to add a, It's not an apostrophe and then another S. Right. It's just an apostrophe. I never understood that that course. Language. There's not really much to understand. It's just, <laughs> there's an S at the end. We can tell. <laughs> Good luck out there. Yeah, prices are always fair and honest. A cor- around the clock monitoring is just $15 a month. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cheap. 15 bucks is worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to call some action here. boy. Visit simplysafe.com slash McAfee. You'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. <laughs> go now and be sure to, you go to simplysafe.com slash McAfee so they know our show sent you. Great. Love it. Is there an exclamation point of you have nothing to lose? Is that why you really yes. for it? <laughs> you really don't have anything to lose. It's a 60-day free trial. Go ahead and send that thing back, but you won't. We have Simply Safe everywhere, uh, inside our office, at our homes. It's, it's perfect. It's just you you feel very secure because you have an app that just clicks into your streaming camera anytime you'd like it. Yep. It's worth it. 15 bucks a month is worth the comfort and the free trial. I mean, why not do it? Simplysafe.com slash McAfee. Yep. We're very thankful for them and what they do also zito great great reading honestly thank you mm-hmm. i think you're only getting better mm-hmm. i don't think so i think you're right i learned about the posture yesterday though <laughs> what's that i learned about the apostrophe yes or or s apostrophe that a boy look at you huh who needs school really didn't think he was gonna get to that one <laughs> just do ad reads uh, football starting back up so excited Camps are starting. Camps are starting. People are playing football. AQ gave me the annual FaceTime of <laughs> why am I doing this? We, t- <laughs> we talked about we talked about all the last minute retires that happen, like mm. the dawn of camp. It's just because they've been enjoying their off season so much. And then like the night before they gotta go to camp, they're like, I ain't fucking going. <laughs> no way. You'll see a couple people retire this. There'll be a couple people yeah. that retire just because of how bad they hate training camp. Anytime you talk to retired players, you ask them what they miss, they're like, oh, I miss the guys, I miss doing this. And not a single person will ever say they miss training camp. Not a single motherfucking one will say, I miss training camp. And it's such an interesting thing because it's a necessity. Mm-hmm. It's something where you build your camaraderie, build your team together. But just since the beginning of time, no matter if it's three a days, two a days, walk through with a practice, it's just football 24 7. No other thoughts. Le'Veon Bell is going to fucking hate that. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell is going to hate it. But it is, everybody does. It's just like, but it is. As I got older, this is kind of a weird thing. When I was young, I was happy to be in training camp because I'm in an NFL training camp, yeah. right? I'm like, oh, this is fucking cool. I'm in an NFL training camp. I didn't even go home on the days that were off. Like, I just stayed there. I'm like, yeah, 
they, they fucking won't kick me out of here. I'm, <laughs> I'm still here. It's awesome, 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 awesome. And then you hit that middle of the road where you've been through the business side where they're literally talking about you as if you're a Pawn Stars item and they're Rick and your agent is you walking in there. I mean, you say you've been a little bit jaded by the whole thing. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we need you to go to three weeks at this university and sleep on a bed that's worse than yours in a room that's worse than yours, going to a public pisser that's worse than yours, and you got to practice on fields that are worse than ours. And it's like, well, this sounds like a fucking terrible time. Why don't we do that? <laughs> and then whenever you get there you start to as i got older i started to like enjoy it i was like you know what this is a necessity let's just take it for what it is you know what i mean we're all getting away from our family you talk to the old guys who got like four kids it's like yeah do you think we should still travel to like a university for camp they're like uh pat this is the first time i slept an entire night <laughs> probably eight years or so <laughs> training camp is the only time i get a full night's sleep because i got six kids at home i'm like oh so you love this i i mean i don't love it but at night, sleeping is a lot better when you don't have <laughs> crying babies. I'm like, I could imagine. I didn't even think about that. But training camp is, is this is when it all begins now. We're about to start hearing stories come oh, out yeah. of training camp. J.J. Watt is already on the PUP down there at uh, the Houston Texans camp. Oh, mm-hmm. That has to make you wonder, are they just resting them? Yeah, so, cause so is Hopkins. Yeah, are they just resting them, which couldn't do. You definitely can do, especially in Houston if it's 100 and some degrees. Uh, we, J.J. Watt and Hopkins don't have to prove anything in the first two weeks of camp. Sure. Let's not get them hurt. Let's not get a strain on them. Let's save them for season. Or is it like a lingering issue? Because if it is, I would like to know why. And I might say this left bell too. Hey, J.J., why are you watching Dodgeball, bro? Why don't you go rehab? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> J.J. Watt would not be as active as he's been on social media talking about the things he is if he was hurt right You're now. You're 1,000% right. If he was hurt right now, he would be very quiet, hunkered down. That's the type of guy he is. But he's been tweeting a lot. He's been active in, uh, in a lot of feats this uh, offseason. I think he's going to have another dominant year. But I like them resting him. I think that's yeah. kind of cool. It's a nice move by them. That's a good gesture. Because there's – and maybe him and, and Hopkins, like, you could tell, like, as a coach, you know they're the type of guy that if they are active, that they're going to go 100% and possibly hurt themselves. So you have to look out for them and sit them down on their own the or only, on your own. The only thing you'd have to worry about, not with J.J., because J.J. is basically one-on-one every mm-hmm. play or one-on-three, whatever he's getting. Yeah, yeah. It's him. You've seen him mic'd up where he's picking and choosing who he's going against, which if you've ever seen that mic'd up, it is hysterical. Hysterical. He, uh, I'm gonna go 65 this 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 play, and then he has a little success. And he's like, I'm gonna stay on this guy right here. <laughs> this guy, this guy's gonna get it. And then he even starts taught. He starts chirping to other offensive linemen about how they need to help 65. And JJ is a savage on the field, so he doesn't need timing. You would wonder with Nuke though if him and Deshaun Watson need to get timing. But I'm assuming offseason they've worked together and shit like that. You can't have your quarterback out. No. Which is the only thing it sucks because the timing, the buildup of that whole thing, you can't PUP them. But if you have a couple other superstars, I think it's a smart move to be like, I mean, granted, this is a reflection of our soft society, but it is like you have a couple guys who could potentially get injured who are worth a lot more healthy when the season comes around. Be like, hey, uh, you guys are on the PUP to start, can't practice. It's not that you don't want to, it's just you can't. You literally can't practice. And they could come off of that any time, right, during yeah. camp? Yeah, yeah, you can announce it. As long as you don't start the season, which is then No, I thought it was 10 days. Weeks. I thought you had to be on it for 10 days. Okay. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of that. I think it's like a, a 10 day. I thing. know if you start the season on it, then you have to wait six weeks or eight weeks to come back. You can't come back at all. Um, and then they have that designated IR for return, right? Yeah, yeah. There's like a designated IR for return. Yeah, because it used to be if you were on IR, you were done for the year. Done. But then they amended it a couple of years ago. It's newer. Mm-hmm. They used to, I think they used to just IR people that they didn't know what they wanted to do with them. 
Yeah. It was like, uh, all right, he's not helping us right now, but we don't want to let him go. He has a little bit of a calf strain. Uh, IR. Mm-hmm. So let's just settle with him. IR. He's mm-hmm. out. Then you know, it's like a headache gone for a couple hundred. It's like redshirt, yeah. my guy. Yeah, it is. It's mm-hmm. like a boom. You're, yeah, it is. It's exactly not, by headache. I don't mean the player was a headache. Correct. Right. The, decision, the situation. The decision yeah. is a headache. It's like boom, bang. They did it to one of my gunners one time. I was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, this motherfucker's the only one making any plays. We're gonna IR him. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna IR him. <laughs> Pat, we've lost 10 straight games. We don't want to get anybody else hurt. It's like, yeah, but it'd be nice if somebody tackles. <laughs> don't, don't, wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool? Like, if somebody tackled somebody when they punt it, that'd be great. This is the only guy doing it. You just IR him? <laughs> Pat, it's not earnest. This is me talking to the, the trainers of the team. <laughs> like, fucking IR? What? Are, what? Was he dead? <laughs> no, just a strain, but they don't know how severe it is, blah, blah, blah. Pretty severe to my career. <laughs> Have we thought about that? I'm excited football's back. They said the Browns are the worst. James, Jeopardy James Holes hire. Our guy, mm-hmm. friend of the show, multiple time friend of the show. I wonder what he's doing, by the way. Just gambling, I guess? I think so. Just he's got a couple life. million dollars, right? Yeah. Have they paid him yet, I wonder? Yeah, yeah, remember yeah, they yeah lost, check early. Lost half of it in taxes. It's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody that you know that pushes for higher taxes is a terrible individual and you should not be friends with them. Correct. That is all I'm saying. Because that'll leak into their other parts of their life, too. You'll be getting fucked out of everything before you even know it. Mm-hmm. If they're a roommate, they're going to start stealing your shit in the, in the fridge and then not supplying anything to the fridge. They'll be taking your socks. They'll be doing everything. <laughs> Just know that that leaks into their personal life. That'd be Toy funny socks. if you called that out during Jeopardy. Like, yeah. Yeah, me and the government just won. (laughs) (laughs) The largest winner in the history of Jeopardy. Jeopardy James Holzhauer and Mr. Uncle Sam. (laughs) Every every lottery winner. Uncle Sam wins every time. Every time. And they'll never like once a tax is in. The government isn't going to be like, you know what, let's get rid of that tax. Mm-hmm. No matter what tax gets added, that's in forever. That might as well just oh, yeah. be locked in forever. Because mm-hmm. the government is going to be like, you know what, that money, we didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's legit. It's crazy. I had a million dollar signing bonus. It was an awesome day. Check The actual check came to my house for $1 million. I was like, this is hysterical. And then I flipped it open. <laughs> And I just saw, well, there goes four hundred thousand. <laughs> In my head, I there's another the seventy thousand dollars. There's another thirty thousand. Oh, I want to pay the union. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, I just made five hundred and ten thousand dollars. <laughs> still fucking awesome. <laughs> still fucking awesome. But man, if I really understood this, I don't. I think I don't think I would have settled for just that. I wanted that. I was like 24 years old. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> just me in my house with that mailbox. Oh, what's this? Oh fuck! Just looking around at the neighbors. <laughs> just what holding, I got. I'm holding a check for a million dollars. This is outrageous. And they flip it open. You're like. It's not for a million. <laughs> it's fucking walking off. That is, that is very real, though. Very real. He said the Browns are the worst bet to win the Super Bowl. And I'm assuming it's because the odds have been lowered for them because they're a popular pick. So at the at the odds that they are currently at, it's not a smart bet to take because of the long shot that they are. Because, to be honest, they're still in the same conference as Tom Brady. 
And they are also in a division now that is a whole reset division. What a bunch of question marks. Nobody has a clue what's coming out of the AFC North. Mm-hmm. Nobody has a single clue. That Lamar Jackson running gun, ground and pound offense could be the next thing in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Might be unstoppable. Or it could be dead. Or oh. it could be not. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers have a young team that seems to like each other. They like each other a lot. A team that likes each other is a team that normally does pretty well. I've been checking and following some people's Instagram on the team. It looks as if it's a real chemistry brewing over there. That's good. And the Cincinnati Bengals have Andy Dalton. People forget. Yeah. Andy Dalton is a player. He won like fucking 11 straight games or something last year. I mean, they still got they still got weapons on offense. It's like one of the best Andy years Dalton, of his career AJ last Green, year. Yeah. Tyler Boyd. Now, with that being said, I have already bet on the Browns to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> My favorite thing about the uh, James Holzhauer controversy there was that everyone who replied to the tweet, you could tell who was from Cleveland was like, who is this guy? Because they've never watched an episode of Jeopardy in their lives. Uh, Fuck that guy. (laughs) Hey, hold on now. What's up? I just got a text. um, uh, The $20,000 that Bahamar is donating to the Pat McAfee Foundation is coming through. I just got a text. There we go. Well, it's Bahamar is donating 10K and then Aaron Rodgers is matching the 10K. Oh, what a guy. To everybody on the team since we want another discount double check. What a nice guy. What a good guy Aaron Rodgers is. People forget. Class, class act. Too often. Mm-hmm. Pat McAfee Foundation, we provide scholarships uh, to children of military families. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it for six years. We're at $500,000 worth of scholarships, I believe. Mm-hmm. would love for you to add on to it. There's a Cal Patty bingo that you need to get oh, three yes. friends and buy a square. I think we have 100 squares. Is that yeah, what it is? 200. So. Right? 200 squares. Uh, is it 200? Or is it $200 a square? Hundred squares. I think that's where that was my understanding. We're doing a Cal Patty bingo for the Pat McAfee Foundation. Uh, You can donate to the Pat McAfee Foundation at tpmf.us, the Pat McAfee Foundation.us, or the Pat McAfee Foundation.com, I think. And we have a Cal Patty bingo thing happen. Only 100 squares. Get three of your friends. Donate 50 bucks each. Now we're talking teams of four. Need a good team name that we can put on the square. And potential to win $10,000. Can't beat that. Wow. Can't beat that. For $50 bucks investment. $50 investment. Potential $10,000. I mean, come on. Cal Patty bingo. What we will do is we will spray paint a 100 squares in my backfield. We will then let the cow loose. Where the cow shits on that square, that square wins. We will do this with two cows. Two two cows. Mm -hmm. $5,000 each shit. But cows do like to shit in the same place as other cows. Mm -hmm. So you could potentially win 10 grand. Question. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are we allowed to get in? Yes. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Nice. I didn't know if... Yeah, if you donate, I don't know if it's like an insider hey, trading you situation. Donate, it's all, well, unless you're a cow whisperer, you, fuck, <laughs> you, you get you, shit here right you, now. You start. <laughs> Watch it! I run out behind your house and I put some X-lax back there. Oh yeah, that might out. not be good though because if your square's in the back, you yeah. don't know where your square's going to be. Tim McAfee's setting it it's all random, up. It is yeah. two hundred spots, by the way. I put soy website. sauce in two hundred spots. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Okay, two hundred bucks a spot. Two hundred spots. Just open a hundred more spots. Look at that! Just for you guys, <laughs> for listeners of this show. <laughs> Uh, donate to the Pat McAfee Foundation. As we said earlier, that's Tim McAfee's baby, by the way. That's yes. what he does on a daily basis. The amount of updates I get from him uh, regarding fundraising is uh, few and far between. But when it is, it's normally about, I don't know, 
16 bundles of information. They are hilarious <laughs> updates. Yes. Hilarious updates, and it's a lot of them coming out. He's just taking a shovel deep down into fundraising information, <laughs> picking it up, and he's throwing it at me. And uh, I think he's done a great job with it. Amazing. Yeah, really yeah. I think yeah. he's done a very good job. I'm proud of him. That man. golf outing was a blast. Mm -hmm. Great time. We found out not all 100% legal, but now we are legal. Now we're very now we compliant. Now we are completely compliant. Oh, <laughs> uh, you should have heard him talking to the farmer for the cow, for the two cows. Oh, oh. it was one of the funniest things of all time. I, I just need two cows to shit in a field. <laughs> That's all I need. It's like Randy from down the block has two cows you can use. He <laughs> had to call this other guy. <laughs> My dad got the runaround on cows, but these cows won't give you the runaround. They're going to go to your square. 200 squares available. 200 bucks a square. Get three friends. Hey, Maybe get 10 friends. Yeah. Have them put in 20 bucks. Whatever yeah, you need to nice. do, get a team name because you're going to win $10,000 if the cow shit on your square. I'm excited for that. It's going to be in That's my backyard. Cool. Uh -huh. All right. James Holzhauer says the Browns are the worst pick gambling-wise. Who's everybody's choice to win the Super Bowl this year? Oh, Football is starting. You will go on record till the end of the season. This is your team to win the Super Bowl. Okay, not do good, not do well. Top of the mountain. Oh, I saw that uh, man in the uh, on the top of the hill. Man in the high mountain. Man. Oh, man in the high castle. High castle. Oh. Man in the high castle. I watched like two episodes, fell asleep. Sam liked it though. She watched four or five. It's about if the Nazis won the World War. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's all right. The pr pr decent first season gets a little crazy. Yeah, that. that's There's a good premise. I enjoyed the first. It is a great, great premise. premise. I enjoyed the premise. Could have done a lot more with it. Puts me asleep. I don't know how you guys watch those shows. It's dark. They mumble a lot. There's not a lot of face shown. I'm like, yep, I'm out. <laughs> I pass out. And that's what I should put on at night. That's my new. Just fall asleep to it. That's my new melatonin. <laughs> that, one, <laughs> that one was tough. That yeah. was tough. Yeah. But Sam's all in on it. Okay, anyways. How did I get to that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> how did we get Something there? about picking your, your top favorite of the to win the Super top Bowl? Top of the mountain. Got it. Because <laughs> the town that they're in what? is 5,300 and some feet above sea level. That's why I think it's man in the high castle. Because I think oh, it's yeah, a high. Yeah. It's in a non- I don't know. I was trying to figure out the show while watching. That's where that's, that's where Hitler is in the show. Oh, it's about Hitler? Is that guy? He's the man in the high castle. Yeah. Oh, the Fuhrer is back in Berlin. Mm -hmm. A lot of talking about Castle that. on the hill. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Anyways, who will, be, <laughs> who will be at the top of the mountain at the end of this NFL season? Uh, this is not for the best betting odds. This is not who you would bet on right now. This is who you think is going to win the Super Bowl this upcoming season, which we are going to have a lot of NFL coverage this year, by the way. I'm very excited. There's about to be some massive announcements, not only on this show, but for all the boys here. We're, um, we're going to have a really fucking cool fall. Uh -huh. And I think everybody's going to have a cool fall because the schedule... I mean, people are just setting us up for success, I think. Business is about to pick up. Business... Don't do it. It's booming. ...is about <laughs> to pick up. Thank you. That's DJ Khaled or AB, by the way. Boomin the booming is, part is his. We don't know that because DJ Khaled on his Snapchat was saying business is booming. And then I saw AB. It's definitely it. DJ Khaled. Oh, they AB took that say straight it. from him. Yeah, exactly. It's that what Benny a, kid. What a piece of shit. <clears throat> no, please. Who? Not on this show. What do you mean? We don't talk about players like that. Come oh, on. I wasn't talking about him. Who are you talking about? Myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, I think 
That is something this entire room can agree on. Yeah. <laughs> you don't deserve that, bro. You did coke this weekend, though. No, I did not. <laughs> did you not read the text message correctly? What was that? Here, let me, I'll say this first, and then I'll get to the story. Some dude did coke off of me in a bathroom this weekend. What? It's a on weird your, way to start a story. On your dick? That's why I said That's why I said That's why I started it like that, and then I would do that. So I'm in the bathroom. I go in the bathroom at the bar. Where are you at? Uh, downtown Indianapolis. You're in Indy, okay. Okay. And I go this in the bar. This is bath. in Indy. Yeah. I know. That's oh, wow. moving up north. And, yeah, this and I go in the bar, <laughs> and some dude's like, hey, man, huge fan of the show. Fucking pulls out uh, his little, like, Coke hourglass. He oh, goes, you want to yeah. do some cocaine with me? And I say, no, hard problem. I can't even drink Red Bull. So he Did he say cocaine? Huh? Did he say cocaine? He said Coke. Cool. Just curious. I'm just curious what the kids are calling. So he puts it. his fucking. He puts and his. In Atlanta, they had like seven different names for it. Oh yeah, blow cane was my favorite. <laughs> this guy said coke. So he puts his fucking line on the uh, on the uh, sink, and while he's doing that, he drops his hourglass thing onto the ground, and it kicks over underneath me. So I pick it up, but I pick it up upside down, so it spills onto oh. my. Oh, very clever. Spills onto my hand. Hey, what a hero! By the way, you are. I'm Willing like, to help this guy out, <laughs> and he like looks at me like, "What am I? What am I going to do this?" And I'm like, "Hey, man." This is probably pretty expensive. Like, dude, what do you want to do with this? And then he just... You, the thought of you trying to, like, crinkle it out of your hand <laughs> back into the hourglass thing is hilarious. In my and head. I thought, like, maybe he would, like, I don't know, do something like that or sniff it off my hand. Nope. Guy just fucking straight up licked my hand. Oh, wow. Oh, I thought you said you licked your hand. Nope. No, no, no. He licked my hand. Okay, that's why I thought you uh, did cocaine because I thought no, no, you, you said you hey, licked your hand. You know I can't do cocaine. By the way, our show is not a cocaine show. <laughs> no, I don't. When we were in Atlanta, me and Foxy were offered cocaine no less than 10 times. I've never seen anything like it. Ever in my life. I thought the drug was gone. I yeah, honestly thought too. the All drug the way was, back. I thought the drug was gone. In Atlanta, I guess, it, that's that's Atlanta's thing, mm-hmm. which, by the way, everybody that offered to us was very nice. I'm yeah. not saying they weren't mm-hmm. nice people, but it was offered very prevalent. And then Diggs this weekend gets offered it in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it that close to the home front? I, don't know. I mean, you do you, listeners, but just because you listen to the show, don't expect that we're going to be busting out lines in the fucking bathroom. Well, we're may- not coke people. Hey, by the way, what a day that would have been for Diggs. <laughs> that Did? kid. Dude, I would have been. Go ahead. Did that- you wash your hands? Oh, yeah, that's why I didn't care like that much because I was at the. Oh, like- I didn't care about you. I meant the kid licking your hand. Oh no no no! This he licked my hand before I had washed my hands. Oh boy! No, yeah. oh yeah, uh, pissy ass so licks. It, it must be okay, pretty, bro. People do stuff for. It must have been pretty yeah. expensive. So. We've well, heard all stories about people doing stuff. For Did you wash your hands after? Yeah, yeah. That's why I wasn't like I was. I was like a little, a little mad and weirded out. But I was like, well, I'll just wash my hands. Imagine right if your dogs licked your hands and they got a little coked out. That wouldn't be good. <laughs> <laughs> and also good. with his dogs, the nose is so close <laughs> yes, to the mouth. Yes. <laughs> it would have been a licked snort thing. Well, I was like, I was like, this is a weird situation. Situation, but you know, shit happens. And Did you I, see that guy again outside? Of the oh bathroom? yeah, he was sitting literally like four stools down from with like his family. <laughs> no, no, it was time. with him. It just just cheesing his, his ass off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, they were at Applebee's. <laughs> he needs little girl applesauce. Here you go. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> hey, Diggs, good to see you, man. <laughs> so yeah, maybe I am a piece of shit. I don't know. No, you're not. I think you're a hero because in the te- the way I read the text was. You licked it off of your hand. No, 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 no. You know that I... Your heart would have my, exploded. Yeah, I can't yeah. do that. <laughs> All right. Todd, who you got winning the Super Bowl? Uh, I think you got to go with... It. If I had to put money on it, I got to No, go. no, no. This is not money. Right. This is... Your integrity. Your selection until the end... Now, granted, some things can pop up. Some people can get injured. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. we deem that a star player has been injured to your team... 
okay. you can make a change. Oh, I like this. But I think the winner, the winning team gets $9,999. Oh. oh, all right. We should probably do a draft on so. who gets to pick when then. No, because if two people win, they split it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you join a team late, your draw, your drop, your percentages drop down. Does that make sense? So, like, let's yeah, say Todd sure. picks a team, and that team's quarterback gets hurt week four. He then will switch team, but he will lose fifty uh, percent of the final percentage. Ooh, okay, can't change teams after week ten. Hmm. These rules feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go legitimate homer then. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Colts if I gotta pick like who I want to win mixed with I think has a decent chance. We're gonna go with the Colts. Todd McComas is locked in the Indianapolis Colts for nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. If he changes his pick before week ten, it'll drop down to four thousand five hundred and forty. I'm a bit of math. Forty nine. Just call it forty nine. All right. (laughs) Forty nine dollars. Anthony DeGilio, you're on the clock. I'm going up north Whoa. to the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. Whoa. Well, because Adam Thielen was on the show? It doesn't hurt. I guess he was on that Baja Mar coverage a lot. He should have been, by the way. Hit a three with 375 yards. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of weapons. Vikings? Minnesota Improved Vikings. Improved offensive line. Good defense. Lock it in for Diggs. Second year Kirk. He's going with second year Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, and the boys. Known primetime winner. Kirk oh, Cousins. Which is good because in playoffs, there's no primetime games. <laughs> so to get to the Super Bowl, he will not have to play in a single primetime game. That's very smart. Easy division, too. So oh, Simple. F- Whoa. Um, okay. Frankie Moroda. Pittsburgh Steelers. Without hey, a doubt, hey. without question, without hesitation. Thank you, Diggs, for not picking them so I don't have to split the money with well, them. Well, I didn't want to pick it and then jinx them and ruin their season like you just did. Well, I will happily <laughs> do that. I will happily Roethlisberger do that. gets hurt week three. Do you expect him to return later in the season or do you uh, jump ship? I, I don't know. I got to hear what the doctors are saying. I got to hear what the reports foot. are. It's going to yeah. be his ankle or foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got faith he's coming back. You got to kill that guy. Well, j- as long as right? the uh, x-ray machine works this time, yeah. unlike in Oakland. Piece of shit stadium. You said it. I said me. it. It's real. It's real. We went to training camp place that couldn't do x-rays too long. <laughs> I'd drive an hour and a half to get an x-ray. Well, that's wild for a football camp. It was. Uh, you're gonna. Your car will be leaving at 4 o'clock. Where are we going? Oh, you got to go back to Indianapolis, get an x-ray. Like, Can I not drive myself? <laughs> you know what? I think it's an overnight x-ray, too, isn't it? It's right by my house. No, no, come on. We'll drive you. You rest. I'm like, well, I'm going to get car sick. I like to drive. And the fucking intern is going to drive too slow because he's scared to lose his job. Pat, why don't you just drive and have the intern sit? That's what I'll do. Zito, <laughs> Jose Perez. Yep. Your pick for $9,999. To let it be known, the last time we had a competition for (laughs) $9,999, Zito was in the lead up until the 11th hour. Yikes. And then he lost it all just because he was flustered because he had to run a production down at the Super Bowl. He stress-ate himself out of $9,999. This is a redemption pick for Jose Zito Portillo Perez. I'm going to stick with the Monsters in the Midway. The Chicago Bears. Mm, The Bears. Good selection. I think you'll enjoy pulling for them all year. And from what I've heard, their team is ready to make a run. That's what I've heard as well. Is this a homer pick or is this the only team that you know plays in the NFL? (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my second choice was the Rams, but then I backed that. You backed that because you wanted to go home to Chicago Bears. Exactly. You have a Chicago Bears helmet up there on your Twitch stream, which Bradley is Powell. which is he changed his number too, by the way. So it kind of sucks. Twitch.tv forward slash the Pat McAfee show. Yep. Gaining viewers nightly. Yes. Monthly. Yearly. <laughs> Gaining viewers yearly. Century. Annually. It, she, yeah. You had 40 some people watching you one night? Yeah. It was pretty fun. Met some new people. Did you get a little nervous out there with 40 people? I was getting a little nervy. Because <laughs> normally it's 18 to 20. <laughs> yeah. You had 40 people watching you. Yeah. You're putting at work 12 hour stream you did. <sighs> no, I had to end it off a little early. A little complication with our technology. What happened? You got a fucking brand new kid up there. Yeah. <laughs> the internet crashed. $10,000 rig. Our internet crashed? It was so bad. Yeah, it was. Because the heat? Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe because of the 12 hours of fucking Twitch every night. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. Totally. So when our FaceTime freezes in the middle of an interview, is it potentially because our Twitch stream is using up all of our internet? Are we throttled? No, it can't throttle us, right? That was like our thing. That was quite a question you just asked. Uh, you sound a little bit I worried. Don't a little think, worried I don't think we're allowed to get throttled, the yeah. amount of fiber we get. Technology. Z. <laughs> <laughs> it is a dedicated line with no throttle. Throttle is when something gets buried. Yes. Like Slow it down. Our our like our phones get throttled if we hit hmm. the certain amount. Got it. Okay. So you got the Chicago Bears. Yes, Twitch.tv forward slash the Pat McAfee show. Oh boy, you're giving away merch on there every night, right? <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> Sounds like a no. <laughs> well no, Phil gets pissed off. Phil does? Phil gets pissed off when we do. Because the Twitch stream is very much in the red already. We don't need, <laughs> you, we don't need you giving away more well, stuff. We got in the pink the other day. Uh, Whoa. I just don't think that's accurate. I don't think your stream had sex with any other stream. <laughs> I don't think it's accurate. Ty Schmidt? I mean, I, I can't do it just out of principle, so I'll go with the Packers, but I don't know why no one took the Patriots so far. Well, it's it's a matter yeah, of I guess, yeah, we figured it was going to get to the guy next to you. Yeah. It was, will he swallow his pride and take the uh, Patriots or take his home dog? I, I didn't. I started to explain just because I felt like that was would be shitty of me to do. <laughs> That's what I was going to start out by saying, Todd. I'll be the piece of shit of the group. <laughs> <laughs> I will gladly take the Patriots to go back to back. Okay, okay. Yeah. so you have the New England Patriots. Absolutely. Okay, Foxy saying that the Lions got no shot. Well, well you know, well, we all know it. What? <laughs> not, a great Listen, start, not a great start today to their uh, camp. Listen. What? Yeah. What happened? Bad start. Uh, oh, Trey Flowers, who they just gave a lot of money yeah. to, PUP list. Yeah. Oh, the but he's a veteran. List. They're so, arresting him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. He's a brand new player. Is he a corner? Uh, he came over from the Patriots. No, he's a DN. Yep. Oh, came over from the Patriots. He already knows the system. Exactly. Got a lot of money in this guy. Need to get him to the season. Mm -hmm. Just like J.J. Watt. DN, same thing. Yeah, no big deal. No, but uh, speaking of my Lions, my prediction for them, what I always do since sixth grade is I've said they're going to go 10 and six and win a playoff game. So I stick with that, Keep but Pats win it all. So I still have a little home. It's unbelievable that you just sold out Matt Patricia like it. He let us so raid in his office. Him. Shook his hand. Shook his hand. Let us in the facility. Said he'd give us tickets to any game we want. Wow. Any game we want. I don't. Hmm. I don't. Hey, it's just building Sweater blocks. Sweater, too. Sweater's going to be pissed off at yeah. you, too. Yeah. Building blocks. Any Lions fan that's mad about 10 and six in a playoff win. I mean, come on, guys. Mm, Jesus Congrats, Christ. everyone. We can officially Bowl. say this is the year, the year the New England Patriots will not be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's good. That's good <laughs> for the rest us. of the league. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Fox. Appreciate yeah. you doing that. You guys are all welcome. Billy's back there. Billy, who you got? Billy knows nothing about football, I think. Billy. I'll take the uh, Houdat Saints. Oh! oh. oh. Full redemption arc this year. Yeah, that's a, that's a good Drew Brees yeah. is looking to retire. Mm -hmm. He is looking to retire. 
Great he's defense. breaking every record. All he wants is another Super Bowl so his kids can remember it this time. They don't remember the last time, but I do. <laughs> Fucking babies. Is what's name healed up? Uh, wide receiver. No, Dez is not healed up yet. Oh, can I ask you a question? <laughs> Was that who you were talking about, Dez Bryant? Yeah. He he didn't even play a game for them last year. Yeah, he tore his uh, Achilles. Yeah. Oh, such is he scary. still on our team right now? No. That's what I was going to ask. Is Josh Gordon still on the Patriots? No. Well, no. I don't know that question. Yes. I yeah, think he yeah. is. Yes, he is. That's trouble. Oh, big time. If he can stay out of trouble. 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 Mm-hmm. Like, Not a chance. I like that. I think he can. I said this last year. <laughs> <laughs> I said this last year. I think he can. I think if you're in that locker room, surrounded by it, with more of a ball coming to you because there's not a gronk there. Because he was, what, third guy no matter what? Gronk, Edelman, Edelman, Gronk, and then him. Mm-hmm. I think now he's either the first guy or the second guy that they're looking for. I think that's a little bit more emotive. I hope so, man. It's <laughs> the best chance he could possibly get. This is it. Right. This is it. If it doesn't work here, it'll never work, and that'll make me sad. Because he's so good at football. Can I ask you this? Yeah, as far as the Saints, and this is why I didn't take them, even though they're a very good team. Two years in a row, you make it to the NFC Championship game and lose. Dramatically. Dramatically, two years in a row. Like, at some point, that's going to take a toll on your team, right? Buffalo Bills, four falls. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're right. Mm-hmm. They had four falls. Oh, so you could do it four times. So, I think yeah, I think four is the max. I think the Eagles did it a bunch, too, when... Dan Andy Reid? Yeah. Didn't they go to four straight NFC Championship? I don't know. McNabb was nasty oh, for them for a And then T.O. played on a broken leg. People forget. Mm-hmm. Nobody took the Rams, either. I'm surprised. Pat still has to go. Oh. Oh, am I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Tough decision. That that performance in the Super Bowl by the Rams was tough. It was tough. Mm-hmm. That kind of scares me. That kind of scares me. Who are you locking up, Pat? I don't know. I don't know. I'll I'll say. Come on, take the me. Cleveland Browns. <laughs> lock lock them up. The Cleveland Browns. I was going to take the Colts, but I don't want to cut your pot yet. Get it. I'll jump in there, though. Don't you worry about that. If Frank, if Frank Reich and Lux are getting hot like they did last year somehow, if they can manage that that fucking – they were they won 10-1, I think, or something like that. If they can find that again, which is possible with the way Luck and uh, Reich like each other, I think, I'll definitely hop on that train. Yeah. I think the, the good thing is everybody, with the exception of Evan, really like has a really good home team. Can you leave – This season. Can you leave without an injury? Can oh yeah, that's so. What Diggs are, leave Minnesota. Oh, just give up fifty percent. It just give up fifty percent. Yeah, I think that's be fair. Before, yeah. but before if somebody else is on the team, you're only getting twenty five percent, right? Because mm-hmm. you're only getting fifty percent of whatever. Does that left. mean he's still getting fifty percent then? Whoever's on that team, the or other person will get seventy five percent. We're saying that, it has to be before week ten. Yeah, week ten I okay. think is the cutoff. Hmm. So there might like, be like four people on one team. Oh, no, don't punish me. So because say, Diggs can you only double up once on a team? How many people can go on a team? Nick, I'm not. Two. Oh, I'll say two because that can make up your mind. Ever how to leave you quicker? Jump. Yeah, because yeah, you can leave quicker. You can be like, oh, yeah. if I don't go now, I know somebody's going to go. Up. Yeah, I can't wait to see me move teams after week. <laughs> so, oh shit! Can we do this like every so at, so the monday night game will be monday night can we do it every tuesday be like hey this is your time this week to change if you want the issue oh. is we record on mondays yep so we won't be able to see monday night football <laughs> <laughs> right. which is most primetime teams are the teams that are good yeah but you forget we've correctly predicted monday night football for like every like single monday night football for years we do that all the time mm-hmm. we never get credit we record this a day before we'll predict what happened that night nobody will even say anything just wait until last night at the Raw reunion when fucking Kevin Owens gets stone-colded by Stone Cold Steve. Oh, 
That was my favorite moment of the night. It was awesome when Soul that show. happened. The best. Then he did it to Shane as well and Vince. He knocked out everybody basically in the McMahon family. It Good was beer awesome. toast. And a couple of beers with the broken uh, Skull Ranch IPA or whatever what? it's called. Mm-hmm. What? 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 <laughs> what? What? You sound like the Budweiser. Yes, <laughs> thank frogs. you. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, you sound like the frogs. Yeah. What? <laughs> but <laughs> why? Um, all right, that's the show. Yep. Hashtag Endgame. Hashtag Endgame. Uh, tweet Brendan Schaub. Tell him we said thank you so much for fucking with us. That was awesome. Cool guy. Uh-huh. UFC heavyweight. <laughs> We've talked about this before. <laughs> Those heavyweights that are mixed martial artists can't tell them to do anything. Mm. Matt Matreon walks into your bar and just wants to do whatever. There is nothing a single bouncer of yours can do. Nope. Not a single one. You can send them all out of my guess, but I'd assume at least a few of them would end up with broken something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brendan Schaub, same thing. Mm-hmm. He walks into a place, whatever the fuck he wants to do, he's going to do. You'll be paying workman's comp out the ass for years. That's right. Because he knows those, uh, those... Funeral costs will be outrageous. Insanity. <laughs> That's what it felt like when Brendan Schaub was in the office. <laughs> but he was a nice guy. Which is good. Yeah, he was. Because they could be the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. Like, Matreon is a hurricane of positivity when he comes in. Hurricane. It is wide open, but it's all positive. I'm happy for those guys to be that way. Because if they weren't, (laughs) it'd be a real problem. (laughs) Brendan Schaub, good guy, man. Also, he, in early stages of their career, uh, tapped out Matreon, I think. Yeah. Knocked out? Yeah, choked him out. Choked out. What's that? Is that a tap out or a knockout? Tap Uh, out. Yeah, it's a submission. What if he just goes out, though? What if he doesn't tap? Oh. What if I refuse to tap? I think that's a, what they, they call that a TKO, yeah. technical knockout. Yeah, if you just go unconscious. Mm-hmm. I thought that was I always thought that was three knockouts. Three knockouts? I always thought TKO was three knockouts. Oh, boy. In boxing, they used to do that. Oh. If you knocked it out three times in one round, it was a TKO. That's a knockdown, right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, if the ref has to stop in and say, this fight's over, it's a TKO. For whether oh. you're unconscious or you just... Can't keep the other guy from pounding your face. A in. Technical knockout. Yeah, total knockout. Total. <laughs> total in my head, out, in my head, it's been a total knockout, and I'm gonna ride with it too. I'm gonna ride with that forever. I mean, total knockout. That so, so the the difference between knockout and total knockout is the total knockout. He has to lay on the the mat for at least ten seconds without his eyes opening back up. No, a TKO is the ref stops right. Yeah, stops mm-hmm. the fight. Yeah. Well, that's the technical one. It should be RKO. A total knockout. Total knockout is these. Mike Tyson had a lot of TKOs. (laughs) Total knockouts when he does funny things with his arms. (laughs) (laughs) Total knockout. Yeah, TKO. What was? What else did we just talk about that you went your whole life without realizing or knowing? I should say, um, Goku. Yeah. Goku. Goku's a Pokemon. (laughs) That's what I thought. That was a wild scene, man. One of my best friends was literally nicknamed Goku. His entire life, <laughs> our entire show Pokemon. Thought he was a Pokemon. <laughs> thought he was a Pokemon. <laughs> That's such a funny thought. Uh, oh, he wasn't a Pokemon. I thought he <laughs> thought he was. Oh, he's not a Pokemon still. No, no he's still not a Pokemon. So I still got it wrong twice now. <laughs> <laughs> he was that other one. He was a Dragon, Dragon Ball Z. Kamehameha. Uh, yeah, man. Pretty proud of me for never watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good to me. 
I think anybody that knows me though knows that there's no yeah. chance I would yeah. watch any yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. It's like, is my kid gonna ever just sit down and watch stuff? Oh no. yeah, that's the only way I know anything about that stuff is just absorbing it in the background while Bailey had it on all the time. Yeah, but Billy and you are very total opposites, and I'm hoping that happens if I have a kid. I'm hoping the kid's a complete opposite of me. What if he's like me though? I'm, a, I'm gonna need Kimbo the Kendo, at the house. <laughs> <laughs> just, just walking around. You got people yelling at you like Tom Brady for what? Kissing his kid? No, no. He, he pulled his oh his daughter off the, off the yeah. waterfall. Oh yeah, that was awesome. I she smacked pretty hard. I will <laughs> normally go after Tom. It was her fault. She didn't jump when they were supposed to. They were supposed to jump. It was and in two. If he doesn't pull her as hard as she does, she mm-hmm. just tumbles down the rocks mm. and dies. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I'm Good actually going to defend Tom here. I had a lot of anxiety during that video. <laughs> so did so, so, hey, so did the oh, rock. Todd yeah. went into full parent mode watching oh. that video. Ah, what are you doing? But it's really looked really high. I, I mean, I don't like heights anyway uh, from that angle. It was tough for me. But I'm like, <laughs> what if you just don't pull hard enough, That's Tom? What I'm saying. Like, maybe she wasn't going to go, but now she's going to go. And what if you. What did slip? you say if that was you? Oh, I would, yeah. If I hurt the daughter, as soon as we come up from the water, I'm punching him right in the fucking nose. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. I didn't really want to jump. <laughs> yeah, but it was a learning lesson. It was. Learning lesson. It was. Listen to death. Harmless, but. <laughs> Never back down. When he says jump, you jump. Yeah. <laughs> How high? How high? Excuse me. I will hop, skip, and a jump. <laughs> Great spot they were at, too. It looked awesome. Yeah, the, the thing about it is, the, the real relatable thing about it is, you know, me and my dad had a chance to jump off water. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady seems like a good dad, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He seems like good dad. Mm-hmm. When he swore in front of him and he apologized. Oh, he was that golfing. was great. They're always on horses, too. They're <laughs> always doing this most insane shit. He somehow still has a life somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems as if, now granted, nothing on the internet is real, but it seems as if he has an actual life while being an alien, which is insane <laughs> mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I wonder if his kids eat that fucking avocado. Oh, guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they do? I bet. Mm-hmm. I bet you they've For never sure. touched fast food once. Yeah, you life. raise them on that, then they don't know the difference. They don't know what they're missing. His kid is going to be so good at whatever he wants to be good at. Whatever he wants. Maybe. Maybe he'll be an entitled prick. Imagine that no. first time they ate McDonald's. <laughs> Why would you ever say that? I bet. I'm just playing the averages, you know? <laughs> His kid's going to be so good at golf. Uh, he's going to yes. be so yeah. good at baseball. I bet he's going to be like funny, tennis. too. you got to remember, he's, uh, he's going to be going through media school through his entire life. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be. Everything he does is going to be scrutinized, just like most celebrities' kids. <laughs> I'd assume little John Daly's probably the only one that really. <laughs> <laughs> I somehow just avoided all that. <laughs> the season's starting, so he was he would probably dial back anyways. But do you think uh, this Tom taking criticism for this video dials him back on the internet? No, no. You don't think he I think Tom loves it. He'll probably make a video. His people that run his social media. So good. Oh, I forgot that he does has people. I figured it was just him. That's on me. Yeah, he draws up the cartoon each week. <laughs> uh, I don't follow him, so I wouldn't know what you're talking well, about. Well, it gets force-fed into your timeline, yeah, no matter what. Yeah, I mean, what did he say about the Old Town Road one? Is it my, he said, my, my manager, manager said, said, this song's played out. We can do better. Yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I think he... I think it's smart, by the way, to be the greatest player of all time and have a presence on the newest mm-hmm. platform. Mm-hmm. What if whenever he's done, he turns down ESPN, everybody, and he just does the internet? That'd be... An incredible move for the internet by somebody. Mm-hmm. It'd be good for the internet. Dude, I never even thought about really like you could seriously do that and make Tom near Brady the money. Yeah. yeah. Could make more. Yeah. 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 If they were scared to pay Tony Romo ten million, if that's what he was asking, I bet you Tom Brady can make ten million a year on his internet selling oh, merch, dude. videos, yeah. documentaries, Absolutely. boom. He can make more than Oh that. yeah. 
The internet's a beautiful place. <laughs> it is a beautiful place. We know. Tom Brady would make so much money if that was his full time. But I think the big thing would be him telling ESPN and Fox Sports no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's no way that happens. He's the greatest epic. player in the history of the sport. Somebody's going to back up a Brinks truck and let him do the internet as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy to me that would want to go on a network. I don't think so either. I agree. It feels as if he doesn't like the networks. Yeah. Feels like he would just want to do his own thing. Mm-hmm. If at all. Be, that would be super Go cool. to him and Giselle's $3 billion island. <laughs> hey, there's an island in Belize for sale. It's yep. like a tenth of an acre or something for 500 grand. Ooh, Everybody's sending it bad. to me. I'd like to move a little Belize bit. Belize is where... <laughs> second yeah. largest, yeah. yeah. Second largest. That's where the other island. McAfee went. Right? beautiful, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a beautiful country. I just saw a picture of him with a gun on a boat. Saw yeah, that. He's, for some reason, he's Dangerous. fucking... Uh, the international waters he's running from the CIA. Yep, CIA came to his house, showed up at his house, tried to get him. Because he's running for president, and he was uh, revealing stuff. So, see you later, John. <laughs> that guy's on some shit, man. Yeah. yeah. Some Ever since the beginning shit. of him getting wealthy, he just started getting on some shit. Moved down to Belize, ran a gang down there. That'll happen. Had some people killed, came back. <laughs> said he was going to run for president, cut off his dick. <laughs> see how he shows up his house, he's back on the run, back on the lamb. John McAfee's had a wild life, but... No viruses came through your computer. That's right. No, that's right. <laughs> no, they did not. So it's time to renew. Yeah. Then you had to pay what thirty four ninety nine. Or, or you get a virus like literally that like that moment. Yeah, so he sent them. He owes some tax money too. Oh. Yeah. Hey, by the way, like we said earlier, paid taxes. Those taxes are real. Yeah, they are. He just paid off that whole police department, <laughs> so nobody would come bother. In Belize, yeah, yeah, they're all driving real nice. That's, that's and the shit. coolest thing you could do. Yeah. Go to a third world country and buy buy it. Buy the police. Back. Yes. The Give place. You yeah. buy it. You buy the police. Yeah. You buy the place. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's like tipping the bouncers. That's what the Italians did when they came to America. <laughs> Here's hey, the new Rome. Here's the new rules. There was no such I, thing as crooked cops before the Italians came to America. You're welcome, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, you t- getting tempted with tens of thousands of dollars is a hundred percent. Ipso facto because of the Italians. Yeah. And you, I don't think you ever thought, thank the Italians for those You're opportunities right. to end up in jail. I'd, or say, I'd say it's very factual. And thank you. Todd, you went to a gun and knife thing this weekend? I did. I went, Bailey and I went and met my dad there. He got, my dad goes to every Three gun generations and knife of McComas is oh, at a yeah. gun and knife show. Was it, oh, gun yeah. ba- was it a gun bash? It was a what? Oh, you have. You don't know what a gun bash is? No. You go in, you buy you buy a ticket, and if your if your ticket gets pulled, then you win a gun. That was there. I didn't know it was called a gun bash, but they definitely had like a little drawing. Am I the only one that hasn't been in one of these? Yeah, they're a great. They usually have a nice little buffet, bunch of beers. Everybody's having a good time. (laughs) What? What What is this? Gun bash, or at a gun show? Yeah. This was at the National Guard Armory on the west side. It wasn't the big gun show. Oh, I watched a wrestling show there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same place. Yeah. So, well, you know, guy took a stop sign to the forehead. Oh, <laughs> you can't fake those. That. He started give. bleeding. I left, got wheezy. <laughs> I like a good stop sign to the head. Yeah, good sound. I, so <laughs> Bailey and my dad are way more into the gun and knife thing than well, I Oh, right? yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're Billy, one and the same. Billy's got four knives and a couple guns in his backpack at all times. Oh, yeah, yeah. When they were living, all living in the same house, there was like constant... Preparation for the apocalypse. <laughs> is like that why it is? Everything. Is that why it is, Billy? Billy's rocking an oh, incredible yeah. he, average Joe's uniform today. By the way, at the office, he looks great. So there was a little bit while I was living where I was living with my grandpa when uh, Dad was off doing whatever the fuck Todd does, <laughs> making people laugh. 
<laughs> but so I had to deal with my grandpa 24-7 because grandma always slept or was off shopping or whatever. It was constant Danny. Yeah. Danny's a this is fucking so Billy and Danny. And Danny's Dan- a fucking character. Danny, ran, he bled off on Bailey so bad. Like one time I went up to his bedroom and he was asleep in the morning. I had to get him up for school. And he had a fucking machete <laughs> hanging by two nails over his bed, <laughs> over his headboard. Just two nails in the wall. And the machete just just leaned up on top of him. Like it could have fell at any moment. Whack. Dead Bailey in his bed. And what now? I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. The best part is you had to wake me up in the morning, meaning I wasn't waking up if anyone came in there to use the machete. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I don't know if you thought you were going, like if some attacker comes in here, I'm going to grab my machete. (laughs) (laughs) But he, so we go to the gun knife show, and my dad buys this like old, um, like uh, Outlaw Josie Wells looking 45 mm-hmm. thing was really cool. For like 500 bucks or whatever. Bailey starts looking at ARs. Awesome. Every, like, and they, have you seen the Jeez, ones? He would bring those into work. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. They would go straight in the backpack. I know. 100 and, clip. And he was totally, like, looking at completely a backpack's length. Yeah, yeah, and you're walking home the survival hatchet. I don't see what that has to do with anything. <laughs> You're losing to Bailey for sure. Yeah. There are quite a few weapons in this office between the hatchet and the kendo sticks there and Zito's knives and swords. Like Billy's backpack. And Billy's backpack. <laughs> they got these things now, these um, casings that you you just slide like a, a full-size Glock 9mm in, and it just locks in there, and then it become, it looks like like one of those um, assault rifles on Halo or something. Oh, that's that's what it looks like. It's incredible, and they cost like two hundred bucks. So once you get it locked in there, you just you pull the slide back by this lever on the side, and you're holding it, and it's got a stock and everything, and it looks like you have a fucking and it's considered a handgun. I still considered a handgun with a shoulder butt butt brace or something they call it instead of a rifle, but total skirting the law and every aspect of that operation. Everything was about skirting the law. He came close, very close. No, I. Uh, it, it's been a bad month for Billy. Billy made some irresponsible decisions before the gun and knife show, but it was a consideration. But he still Billy. bought a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> he still bought a pistol for 350 bucks. Billy's yeah. speaking in third person. <laughs> <laughs> I like what Billy's doing, bro. Billy's got a pistol irresponsibly, and he's fucking rolling the dice. Oh, yeah. Billy cracks me up, man. <laughs> Billy, you're you're a fucking big question mark in my head, bro. I have no idea what you are. Worst driver in history, but you seem to be a pretty careful individual. Mm-hmm. Then you're calculated. Then you you make a Friday banger selection on Harley Radio. I listen to the words. I'm like, I did not. I did not expect this from Billy. He really is like in that uh, that Mario game where you jump up and hit a question mark box. Mm-hmm. Like that is what oh. Billy is to me. I have no idea. I'm gonna punch that thing. I don't know what's gonna come. If out. you want to see him in his element, go to gun and knife show with him because he will look at. There's so many things. It's like Zito online. Like if he sees something. He'll, he'll think about it. You see him checking it out with the guy, and he'll set it down, and then he'll just start pacing around. You can tell like he's running all the possibilities through his head. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he has like, little oh, Rain Man qualities oh, to him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. So he looks like there's so many. He's like, looking he's, stuff up online. There's math equations happening in his head at all times. <laughs> I, I just I don't fully understand Billy, I know, I know. but he makes me laugh on a very regular basis. <laughs> and I think it's all like surprise laughs. Like, I did not expect that to come out of Billy's mouth. <laughs> Billy, we're lucky to have you, bub. That backpack, we're lucky to have that backpack mm. in here, too. Just in case. Shit goes down. Bro. Everybody's grabbing your backpack. We are strapped up in here. <laughs> Ten guns in there right <laughs> now. Handing out guns. What happened? Uh, somebody told me to go grab a charger out of their bag. 
Yeah. And I thought it was their bag, and I reached my hand in, and I just grabbed a pistol. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, holy fuck. Who has the goddamn pistol? And then I went to the front. I was like, oh, it must have been the wrong pocket open. It was just like a fucking war knife. I'm like, oh my, is somebody killing us? <laughs> For the other side, it's for protection, right, Bill? The guns and the zip ties, all that. You know, oh, it's all, it's geez, all forgot about the zip ties in there. <laughs> mm. hey, those came out of nowhere, huh? We just need them. Billy's Duck got tape. them. Uh, they run the background check now too. Like it, they didn't run it on my dad for some reason, nah, where he bought it, and then but they ran it on on Billy. He's got those killer eyes. <laughs> and then we went to we went to Cal, Cal, or, um, what the fuck's it called Cabela's afterward because the gun I was going to buy couldn't get enough. The motherfucker was like. <laughs> What it charged me four hundred dollars, and it was used. And I look, at, so I go to Cabela's and I look up the same gun, brand new, two hundred fifty dollars. Oh, and I'm like, why about you give me for like two twenty since it's used? Oh. And he's like, no, nah, it's not the same gun. I'm like, motherfucker, look at it, it's the same gun. So you want You're you want to Cabela's just strictly out of spite? So I go to Cabela's. Well, I had to go to Cabela's anyway to buy some fishing gear for this week. Cabela's is awesome, by the way. It's like oh, an amusement it's, park it's, in there. I love that place, and I'm I'm like an idiot when I go in there because I don't know anything about fishing, even though I love it so much so i take the tour guide with me from that works there and i just let them fucking tour they just fill my here plate. on the right yeah. is an ox that was uh, killed in montana <laughs> to the left here we got some koi fish you fishing for walleye or pike i'm like i don't know it's probably it's in wisconsin they're like although oh, i have both of those so you're gonna need seven of these you're gonna need ten of these you're gonna need these things to spin around how many days and they're shiny how many days are you fishing for three days oh, three, oh, oh you're gonna triple oh, that they have all the answers. Uh, I spent like two hundred dollars like on. It's like a GNC for outdoors. There. They all got all the answers. Yeah, Very nice. People. And I know nothing about any. Could of them. I buy a musket? Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. At that gun or the Cabela's too? Cabela's, yes, for sure. Yeah, oh, definitely. And at the gun and knife show for sure. Mm-hmm. I'd assume. I'm in, yeah. I'm in the market for a musket. Why? Are you? Why? I don't think you should be. I don't know. I just been big in the Revolutionary War <laughs> since the whole uh, <laughs> submarines. Yeah, yeah, since you nailed that submarine trivia. Yeah. So, so you want a gun just in case you get in a gunfight, you can lose in a gunfight? No, no, I got one shot, one opportunity, once in a lifetime. Nope. That person's already shot. got six shots out before you get that musket shot out. Tuck and duck. Oh, and shoot. Oh, really? Shoot and spray, <laughs> oh, I bro. Just, I just gave my, my whole entire <laughs> Tuck and duck. Is that a Fortnite phrase? No, it's my new phrase, though. Not a boy. Tuck and duck eat. The black powder pistols are hilarious. Can oh. you imagine back in that era when you had to just tuck those in your belt? <laughs> No, because that's like uh, in all these movies recently, the newest thing has been counting the shots out loud. Oh, yeah. They've been four, five, six to showcase what they're doing. Yeah. Back in the day, it used to just be like signified. Now they're actually counting them out loud. Right. I feel like that happened a lot back in the Revolutionary War. All right, I got the uh, fourth guy from the right. Who's got the other guy? <laughs> One, two. Hey, our four still got about four or five shots left. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's fucking go left, bro. My guy has not shot a single fucking thing. I think his gun's jammed. Actually, let me go after him. That had to happen, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Somebody had. There had to be like a little fill in the background with the papers and the numbers crunching. Definitely. Oh, the right the side's mustache. out of the fucking way. Hey, his mustache is next level. Yeah, oh. Might be the best mustache out right now. Oh, it's so good. It's Phil, thick. Our CFO Phil Mains, who put together the fundraiser we talked about at the beginning of the show. Might have, might have the greatest mustache in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Might. I give him that. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with Heartland Radio. And then Thursday, another excellent episode. We're going to have a cool guest, aren't we, Ty? Oh, yeah. The guest, this is the coolest guest we've ever had. Mm-hmm. 
can't wait to see who it is. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag end gang, hashtag end gang. Make us laugh. We'll enjoy it. If we do laugh out loud, any one of us here, uh, we'll send you some free merch. Hashtag end gang, hashtag end game. Uh, shout out to Avengers, by the way, beating Avatar. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nick knew it was going to happen. I'm not exactly happy about it. Sorry, Pat. Don't worry. There's seven Avatars coming out in the next four years. <laughs> we'll get back on top. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They okay. take it right back. For sure. Yeah. People said it was unobtainable. <laughs> <laughs> Unobtainium, you know where that's from? Oh, yeah. Fucking Pandora. You know what that movie that's in? Avatar. It all comes back to James Cameron smashing this record with the next Avatar or the one after that or the one after that. That's what I'm talking about. Avengers is a good movie, though. I mean, I predicted the ending of it mm-hmm. before the movie even happened mm-hmm. or seeing any other you movies. Did. So I would say at the end of Avatar, you know what's going to happen? Jacob Solly, his lady, is going to get kidnapped. It's going to become like a drug oh, thing. No. Oh, no. Yeah, I think it's going to be like a man on fire type operation. Oh, that would be cool. Man on fire operation where he has to go to another planet. They, mm-hmm. they hop up out of their planes. They ride a bird. Yeah, Jacob Solly, man on fire. That's what's going to happen. Happy I can figure that out for you. Uh, Ty Schmidt, hit the music. Alibaba, he had them 40 feet. Shahrazad, he had a thousand tails. But master, you're in luck because up your sleeves, you got a brand of magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now, heavy ammunition in your camp. You got some punch, pizzazz, and how? All you gotta do is rub that lamp, and then I'll say, Mr. Man, what's your name? Whatever, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, I'll jot it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. Life is your restaurant, and I'm your mate today. Come whisper to me whatever it is you want. You ain't never had a friend like me. We pride ourselves on service. You the boss, the king, the shop. Say what you wish is yours to dish. How about a little more baklava? Have some of column A. Try all of column B. I'm in the mood to help you, dude. You ain't never had a friend like me. This the big party, watch out! This the big party, oh! Can your friends do this? Can your friends do that? Can your friends pull this? Out of their little hat. Can your friends go? I'm the genie of the lamb. I can sing rap dance if you give me a chance. Oh! Don't sit there, buggy. I'm here to answer all your midday prayers You got me bona fide, certified Got a genie for your charge affairs I got a powerful urge to help you out So what you wish, I really wanna know You got a list that's three miles long, no doubt All you gotta do is rub like so Mr. Aladdin, yes One wish or two or three Well I'm on the job, you big nabob You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend Never, never had a friend.